0: Guys, what's going on? Inside Dirt Show 2021, episode number one. We are back. We're back. And we are cutting out again. Now we're back in having some technical dramas. It's all good. Joe Stevens here, as always. There we go. I'm deaf. Donnell needs to just turn me up a little bit. Crank that volume, man. Crank That's that it. volume. That's it. Hey, Joe Stevens here, as always, hosting this bad boy with my man from the NRG TV days. Oh, man, we're back. Australian Supercross venue commentary team. Aidan Williams. Have we been together long enough to be OG? Oh, I'd definitely say I, so. I at this think so, point. for sure. Yeah, good to be back, man. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Brutal. I'm, <laughs> I'm still a bit flustered. For everyone watching on Facebook right now, um, for you guys listening on the podcast, like tomorrow or whatever, uh, Facebook Live, you can go back and watch this. Cut us some slack. We, we went live once already. We had some technical dramas. Um, it's not something we're not used to, but we haven't done a live show in a long time because we've had no need to. There's been no events. Uh, and we didn't advertise this live show for this very reason. Well, it's hard to talk about extreme sports when there's not many extreme sports going on. So exactly, but uh, hey, inside the show, Aiden, you're back from Queensland for yep. a bit, yeah, and uh, we had to get you in to co-host.
1: Well, how could I not? Back down here for uh, about of a month, sort of thing. Finally, the borders opened up, and you know, had the option to travel back down, see the family, see the crew, and still surprised I let you in, but. Yeah, you know, I'm hoping they will be back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, we've got a really cool show tonight. We've got Kirk Gibbs coming on. Uh, we have got Aaron Taney coming on. A um, couple of big changes in manufacturers right there. Yeah, too. Gibbs, he gone to the uh, the newly, not the newly formed, but the no longer Penrite. It's now just the Australian Honda team. Yep. Uh, managed by Konsky. He's gone over there uh, to ride that new 2021 CRF450R. Uh, Aaron Taney had signed for Supercross in America. Now he's, he's back in Australia. Domestically, he's racing for Gas Gas, gas, gas. on the 450 and MX1.
1: Yeah, that newly formed Gas Gas. I'm excited to see what uh, that unfolds for Aaron, and especially, you know, we've got Barsha out there in the US on the Gas Gas as well. So it's going to be cool to see Tanny
0: out there. New straps, new uh, new bike, new color. MX1 as well. So he's going to be our first guest in just a minute. We're already running late, so it's going to be a brief intro. Uh, and then Scott Brewster, owner of the SB Motorsports Suzuki team, is going to come on. Um, Scott, going to talk about, how it was owning a team, you know, during COVID, and and what's going on with Suzuki for this year, and then we're going to finish up with Joel Evans, the privateer from Queensland, who it uh, does a lot of cool content with YouTube with his privateer to Pro Series. Um, Just an all-around good dude too. Yeah, good dude You know, hell of a story Got super injured back in the day and, Yeah, man Man, nearly lost his life I mean, own. we were
1: all there that day It's it's one of the harder days That you see at motocross When you have a, a proper big one And yeah. to see him chip back And you know, the privateer to pro thing It's an unreal web
0: series That he's got going there So it's awesome uh, I still remember seeing that crash, man It was, it was awful Yeah um, But anyway, so Aiden, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. I I wanted to do a hell of a lot longer intro, but like I said, we're running behind schedule because, oh, we didn't introduce Darnell. Darnell, the guy.
2: What's up, Donnell? Hi, I'm here. I'm kind of freaking out a little, but I'm that. No, you're good. We only had one
0: technical issue.
2: Yeah, well, it's hard work when you're producing and I'm filming and editing. And
0: I missed seeing you this stress because I don't see you this stress when we're working on a normal day.
1: I don't like it. Has yeah. that hairline got anything to do with the stress or is that <laughs> yeah, just genetics? Just working with- <laughs> I don't know. I don't- I'm just putting it out there.
2: All the shows went fine. And then Aiden seems oh, to... Oh, here we go here, we go. here we
0: go. To be fair, everything was going fine until so you switched their mic cables just before we went live. Yeah, well, <sighs> you know, it yeah.
2: is what it is. Hi guys, I'm back. Yeah, Donnell's back. Um, I'm
0: glad we were here an hour and a half early and then
1: still started 20 minutes late. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, you know.
0: it's, it's solid. I, I've just got major flashbacks. We haven't had a live <laughs> show together for a long time, so it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've, we've gone a, a full 12 months really even off seeing one another. So from going bi-weekly, you know, you, you're hanging out, we're all catching up sort of a thing and... The post-COVID world now—it's—it's it's, you know a completely different thing to talk about. We just wiped out an entire
0: year of racing. Twenty-twenty was in the books. Yeah, entire year of everybody's lives pretty much. Yeah. I mean, what was the last event you and I would have done together? Wollongong Supercross.
2: Nah, oh event yeah. would
1: have yeah, been yeah an yeah event. as in event and commentary yeah. yeah and then
0: we did we did the press launch at the MX press store. launch at MX Store that was like a year ago.
1: Yeah, that would have been the it's last feb- one. That was yeah, February. start of February. That sort was of just thing, yeah. before the
0: world ended. So <laughs> it's been over, yeah, it's been a year.
1: I was gonna yeah, say so it was only a few weeks after that sort of thing, and the whole COVID thing unfolded. Then there was the wrapping up of. Well, that was the last trip because we
0: were all up there. Dino and I flew up. You were already up there. Isn't it nice up there? It's yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. so
1: nice.
2: Better than being down here.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. come on now. That those stress levels look like they're really getting to you. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's
2: right. <fine>. Look, <laughs> if anyone's watching the live stream, it's just um, the internet's a little bit. How are you going? But. um... It should be good, and it's all been recorded, so we will...
0: We'll upload.
2: Upload tomorrow. We'll do,
0: you know, to give you guys a rundown, InsideDirt.com is about to launch uh, the new website platform. A couple of weeks away. Yeah, give or take, um, which is going to be really cool. We've got a lot of cool initiatives coming with that. We have a new uh, partnership for the um, Pro MX Series uh, post Race uh, reviews podcast, yep. which we'll announce soon. Which is going to be really cool. It's going to be a distribution partner, and um, that's going to be really cool. Yep. So I'm excited about that. Uh, you know, we're going to do a lot of um, cool initiatives with the inside Dirt website, which will again we'll put that out soon. But. We just got back from the Christmas break. We're just getting it going. I was like, we've got to get a show going because we haven't done one for a while. I always promise you guys more content. and
1: You knew you had me for three days until I fly home. Well, and you like, I was like, we're, we're going got- to put the A team back together.
0: We're going to go hard. We're going to get one. the dream team in, and he's here. So, I mean... Number one H1, I guess, Houston is yeah. this weekend. Yeah. So we've got to talk about that. Well, I mean
1: Basha won A one. Like, well, yeah, he we, did. we can be honest about that. They're the three Pete. What that was <laughs> impressive. Um, I mean that that to me, that was a cool bit of content creation that they've done there.
2: How many people do you reckon they freaked out by doing that? Everyone. Uh, dude, did. I mean I, was like, <laughs> I freaked
1: everyone? out. I was like, You're kidding. I've missed it. And there's an A one?
0: That that was the thing for me. Like, you go on your Instagram, and you're like, oh, someone's been someone's been a dick. Like they're putting stuff up <laughs> about um Barsha winning last year. Then you're like, then another publication, then another publication. What, what's going on? Yeah, the almost first one like I saw.
2: When, <laughs> it's almost like when Aiden ruined Vegas Supercross. There were some angry people on the live stream that day. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what round was that? I think that was we a were different guy. Bridge. Yeah, that's Vegas. Right, yeah. I was fuming. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was fuming. <laughs> oh, the takeout. Oh. Yeah. I mean,
0: And then we've, we've also got to talk about the Primex series coming up. Obviously, we'll do a lot of that with the guests. Yeah. Um, but there's There's actually a lot of really cool things yeah. in the lead up to right now. Uh, it says. The car is going on right now. Um, yeah. Dakar. Dakar. Yeah, well. No? <laughs> you going with that? <laughs> Dakar. Dakar. The Paris Dakar. <laughs> I'm European. Sometimes we got to say things no, a little No, the different. Dakar, though.
1: Hey, big event. Massive event. Obviously, we lost Pricey, what was it, two days ago now? Yeah, um, it was just sustained the, uh, that the was a shame. the collarbone injury. But still got Chucky Sanders right up there and banging. He's just off that side of the podium. So like 6th, I believe, 6th or 7th place. I think
0: I saw a post just now we went live that he moved into 6th off that last test. Yeah,
1: man, that thing is gnarly. Or like, stage or whatever they call it.
0: Stage. Yeah, mission. Stage.
1: Every single one of them should be a mission because that is just ridiculous. What are they? 780, 790 kilometers long?
0: Oh, it's, it's insane. Like, what Comes those guys off, stitches do. stitches through
1: Chucky's face, gets to the finish line. Chucky's sitting in sixth. He yeah, right. nine minutes behind. That's doable. I mean, that a, they lose in rookie. 20 minutes. Oh, sorry,
2: that was in the stage. General, he is sixth? Yeah, sixth. Seven, yeah. seven minutes behind.
0: That's that's still really good for a rookie. Oh, man.
2: sorry. Seven-minute penalty. I'm getting this all wrong. He all six, he's in sixth. He's 30 minutes behind. He got a seven-minute penalty.
0: Either way, he's doing well.
1: It's great. On you, Chucky. Yeah. You're holding it down.
2: That's I mean, to, to get through price. that
1: event, to get through day one, and we all saw the images of uh, Pricey getting into those dunes, manhandling the 85 out of the sand dunes. I
0: oh, know. That's you right. just sink. That's why he does stack not Supercross, because, wow, yeah. how can you pick a bike up that heavy is pretty impressive, but um, we should probably get into the show, because I've got yeah. some guests that I gave time slots to that probably are waiting for a phone call right now, so... Tanny, first up. Our first guest is Aaron Tanny, formerly of Circo Yamaha, formerly of uh, AMA Supercross West yeah. Coast last year, so this time last year, he would have been in the States, um, and, you know, so, Donnell, help me out. He signed for what team in the States? nuclear... Was it that Yamaha new? thing that... I think... Um, Who's riding for him now?
2: I know what I'm... Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I will remember. Give me some time. we we'll
0: ask him, but and from what I tell, I could understand. He signed for them and then whether it was COVID or whatever... He didn't end up going. Well, I mean, for lack of a
1: better term, like you said, the world sort of ended. There was so much uncertainty, I think, was more so. If you go, you don't know if you can come back. Borders are shutting down. Well, you got He to definitely think- signed the ride, and he was looking to go.
0: And then- Yeah, and you've got to think, to me, that is why Luke Clout didn't go back to the States as well.
1: I mean, it'd have to have something to do with it. And obviously you've got the element of the working visas and stuff over there, your green cards in, being allowed in and out. Now, if you get stuck in a country, what even happens there? If you're stuck in a country, can't leave, and have outstaged and your visa six months,
0: you know I mean... Yeah, that's why I travel right now is... Um, have you got Sandy going
1: now? No, I haven't yet, sorry. <laughs> um,
2: but it's back on that visa thing, like we say, our old co-host Duran Stapleton stayed over there right through the whole COVID period and he'll be getting ready for a big Supercross cross. Yeah, but he, he had
0: uh, he has an athlete visa. He's good yeah. for five years uh, and can renew it. Talking to Duran, I actually hit him up because he was going to come on the show tonight. Um, so was Konsky and we had it all organized. Yep. And then we realized it's 2.30 a.m. in Houston right now. A banger would be up and around for it. <laughs> <laughs> He'd he be keen. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there because he used to get so much heat for all the jokes we used to make on the show about his... Oh, I'm
1: fresh on the show. Yeah. I'll take that heat. Here we go. So,
0: while uh, <laughs> we're talking about that, but um, a man that raced uh, raced AMA Supercross last year, uh, Aaron Sandy, welcome to the show, mate.
3: Hey, mate. How are you?
0: Yeah, we're good. Thanks, buddy. It's myself and uh, Aidan Williams here, just uh, holding it down, and uh, thanks for taking the time out to come on.
3: Yeah, no worries in the
0: world. Um, so, Aaron, before we get to, obviously awesome that you got the opportunity you know, to sign with GasGas Gas for the newly formed, you know, the GasGas Gas Australia team to ride MX1. But we were trying to figure out, obviously, I don't know, did you sign for the team in America to race 250 Supercross or was it uh, – because obviously you, you vacated your spot at Serco. Can you kind of just take us through as much detail as you're able to go into or want to, whatever, but uh, what led you to end up staying in Australia for this year?
3: Um, I did – I. I did sign with the US team to race the 250 West Coast. That's right. Um, yep. It, yep. All, it, it all it all just came down to um, the coronavirus yep. and yeah, okay, being able to get over there and you know all that sort of stuff. And it was just a neutral decision between me and the team that it was just going to be like, you know, too hard. Like, there's as you can see, there's no, there's pretty much no Australian going over there. Um. From from it that lives in Australia.
1: Yeah, you're either living um, over there, yeah. racing over there or you're sort of stuck back here.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, um, you know, I got lucky enough to you know, that there was rides still left in Australia when, you know, the decision came to say that, you know, we can't go because it's just got too bad. Um and yeah, I was lucky enough to you know, have the decision to, you know, stay on the 250 here in Australia or the opportunity came up with the gas, gas ride um, on the 450, which I was, I was always in my end goal. Yeah, I was either going to be in the States or I wanted to step up to the premier class in 2021. So it worked out really well for myself.
0: Okay. So yeah, that wasn't, cause I, from my memory, the, the, the timeline was you got, you announced that you'd left Circo, you announced the ride in the States So, technically, you'd already given up the Circo ride to do the America thing. So, then there's no going back at that point once you've... uh, If you didn't do the American thing, basically, would you have
1: gone... Was there an option for you to stay 2021 Circo or you knew you wanted to step 450?
3: I can't really go into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, I definitely definitely did want to step up. um, But, obviously, I wouldn't have stepped up if the opportunity wasn't there because I wanted step up and, you know, and do
0: have the right. opportunity, yeah. I mean, sorry to be grilling yeah. you with the hard questions, like, right away. I don't know, I just kind of worked out <laughs> that way. But We're um, just having a bit of an intro trying to figure yeah. out the timeline and how it all unfolded. So it's like, hey, what about all these life decisions, Aaron? Um, so, anyway, when did you move to Queensland? Am I, am I completely out of touch here? Because I thought you were still in New South. Nah, I moved to Queensland when
3: I signed with Circo in 2019. Since January oh, okay. 2019, I've been in Queensland.
0: So, so I'm just a couple years late. Yeah, okay. That's all good. It's yeah. nice up there, Joe. It's
1: nice up there. I hear it's nice up there. Yeah, you really you talk about it a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. You know, sunny in winter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right.
3: That is exactly right. The winter is awesome here.
0: <laughs> so where is um where is GasGas Gas based? Obviously, it's out of KDM HQ, right? Uh, yeah,
3: that's uh, based, I believe, it's Hoxton Park in uh, Sydney there. So yeah, based out of the... Yes, it's out of the factory where KDM is.
0: KDM Group. Um, Yeah. Do you guys have – I mean, I've seen the gas-gas truck, you know, is obviously all wrapped and everything. Um, You know, is there much of a team structure yet or is it sort of being pieced together right now, like mechanic, team manager, all that sort of thing? Where where are you guys at with all that? Do you know? Um,
3: All that stuff is all sorted out. I couldn't give you the exact positions of everyone right now because it sort of works across – you know, the three teams, I guess. Yeah, so they're sort of sharing the, the, KDM.
0: the resources. Yeah, not,
3: me, not mechanics, but say there'll be someone that overlooks, you know, all three teams and, and then obviously every team's got their own mechanics, own truck and all that sort of business. But um, yeah, that's all, I'm sort of just learning that now I haven't been able to go down to Sydney to meet the team yet, obviously.
0: No, you guys um, well, are not able, be able to, to come
3: back to Queensland. To get in or out,
0: <laughs> yep, yep.
3: Yeah, so, um, you know, that's what I was originally planning on being down in Sydney for this first few weeks of January, um, you know, getting to meet the team and get on the bike and do the, just the initial testing and whatnot. But it hasn't worked out that way, which doesn't really matter. I can wait till we can do it, but yeah.
1: It's sort of the word across the board, though, in you know, a post-COVID world and, and, you know, Sydney, what is it, now months sort of thing, they're being back locked down, everything starts to open back up, promising looks towards the future and then shut it back down, everybody go back and sort of do your business. I mean, I guess in that way, you're blessed that you're up in Queensland, which has had a lot more of the freedom than, you know, Victoria and New South have seen. Says the yeah, guy that, it, well, just <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's that's not that's the guy that didn't experience any of
0: the Victorian thing all year. Yeah, yeah. It uh, looked bad. <laughs> didn't it look bad, Aaron? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. It did, it did. We got a little bit worried up here just the other day, obviously with Brisbane going in.
0: Oh, yeah, you guys days, had to go through a three-day lockdown. Yeah, that must have been terrible. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I was lucky enough.
3: <laughs> I was lucky enough I'm on the Gold Coast, so I didn't have to do it. So, was, <laughs> so it's
0: okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you're based on the Goldies. So, um, where do you ride at uh, most often? Because I know I've spent some time up there, you know, Goldie, Brizzy area, and there's some good tracks, but, man, it's pretty spread out up there as far as, like, you've got to drive a lot.
3: Yeah, the... You know, you do have to drive a lot. So, the closest track to me, which it would be um, the Gold Coast Motorcycle Club, which is just at thermal here, um, it's only five minutes around the corner from where I lived. And then the next track that I would train at is Willowbank, which is about a 40 minute drive for me.
0: Oh, so that's where Willowbank um, is. I thought that was further out for some reason. No, it's not too bad from the Gold Coast. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, not too bad. And then I guess from there, you've got uh, QMP, which is a little bit further. Cool. Um, I spend a lot of time. Spend a lot of time up Toowoomba. Yeah, um, I was riding a more private tracks with uh, Caleb Barham um, and whatnot. And then, yeah, the next option is Coolum, which is about
0: just under two-hour drive. Oh, that's not so bad. I mean, I know the traffic's gnarly though, wouldn't it? And, and, and getting in and out of yeah, Coast
1: motorway oh, yeah. nightmares. No fun. Yeah, yeah.
3: You, you got to pick. You got to pick the right days to do it. Like if you do it on like a, if you do the weekend, there's usually traffic on the way home or something like that you know it's like if you race on a sunday or practice on a sunday on the way home you're going
0: to get it <laughs> yeah i remember we stayed at hope island there and we were we were going like qmp and back cooling back wherever and and it just seemed like everywhere we went was traffic but everywhere has traffic from hope island yeah yeah it was a nice it's a nice spot though <laughs> that's, right, that's yeah. for sure um, so how long have you been on the gas gas cuz i saw the pr went out before christmas so you've obviously had bikes for a minute now
4: nope
3: photoshop i haven't i haven't uh obviously because of the situation i couldn't drive down the original plan was i was going to drive down and pick up my bike and all that sort of stuff yep. in the first week of january but it didn't work that way and um so it got created up and sent but we've sort of had a little bit of a uh the freight company sort the, of logistical stuff issue up a li- yeah 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 so i was meant to. i was meant to see it last week um but unfortunately, I haven't seen it yet, and I'm meant to be. meant to be seeing it tomorrow, which is when I'm driving down the Coast Harbour because I'm racing the Coast Harbour Stadium Cross, and I haven't rode my bike yet.
0: So. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, wow. well th- that's um. You see, this this Aaron <laughs> right here is where you say, "No, I love the bike. I've ridden yes. it heaps." <laughs> no, man, they <laughs> so, have not dial. The team so, is on point. Um, that yeah, yeah but right. that just shows the way the world is right now. Like you can't <laughs> plan anything within in, anything interstate is very difficult, right?
3: Yeah, 100%. Like it's, it's just, you know, the issue with that is obviously because of the COVID, like yeah,
0: nothing's dramas easy, and yeah.
3: whatnot, but I can't do nothing about that. It's, it is what it is.
0: So when was the last yeah. time or have you ever spent any time on a I uh, yeah, well, I won't say a KDM, but a gas, gas uh, version of a motorcycle? Have you ever ridden that brand?
3: Uh, I grew up in juniors riding that brand a lot. Yeah, okay.
0: So you're somewhat then, familiar with it.
3: Yeah, but the last I guess four to five years, I've been on the more Japanese bike. Yep, yep. Um, between Yamaha and Kawasaki, and I've yeah, I've i rode one overseas in like Indonesia and stuff when I raced the MXGP over there the other year. And that's about that's about as much as I've got on time on them at the moment.
0: I feel like they are wow. a bike, though, that you can jump on. Everyone that seems to get onto them. Yeah. like feels fairly comfortable with that sort of ride. I think you can adapt to them very quickly. I think there's a difference between adapting to it and then being performing on it at a high level, but you could get, like, a base comfort within a couple of laps, I feel. Like, I've always felt that on those bikes.
3: Yeah, 100%. Um, You know, and I'm going to have my suspension, the bolt in straight away, um, you know, from MPA, doing my suspension this year, and I went and picked up um, my cone valves and stuff today. So,
0: yeah, okay. So, you're um, um,
3: I'm sure I'll, I'll jump on and be comfortable straight away.
0: So, that's part of the deal in house, like you're still able to use your own technician for suspension, which is um, which can be a good thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, there is um, it's in house, but it's a lot of um, I guess flexibility. I get to do my own gear deal and that, that sort of stuff, so that's pretty cool.
0: Do you got a really gear deal and everything lined up yet?
3: Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be running Alpine Star head-to-toe this year in Oakley goggles.
0: Nice. That's yeah, a, nice. That's a good setup. It's pretty cool. We've got
1: Darnell sitting yeah, back here in an Alpine Star cool. shirt right now.
0: Yeah, he's all about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Good nice. So, yeah, it sounds like you got a, you've got a decent um, program put together other than the logistical snafu with the whole bike situation. But, it's got to so- be a
1: little different, though, coming in from, like, you know, Circuit, which is so structured and, and so much stepping in, creating your own deal. Is it a little bit more excitement, a little bit more freedom, or is it has it been a little bit more of that mad rat race just hoping that you can get everything dialed in before the season comes around?
3: No, it's actually been uh, really, like, smooth flowing um you know just stepping up to the premier class i think makes it a little bit easier um attract like more attractive to sponsors i'd almost say being in the premier class um yeah i mean the industry is
0: kind of structured that and yeah realistically unless you're a 450 guy there's not a lot of money deals out there anymore well i mean and as even as we
1: talk about it it's called the premier class yeah right? it is the step up yeah
0: um, and it's that's good in a, in a way with this uh, KDM group dynamic. I guess you've been able to inherit a number one spot at GasGas Gas when.
1: And I mean, it's a fresh
0: face. It's yeah. a fresh bike. It's a brand new thing. Not only are you stepping up, but
1: you know it's a new manufacturer into the series that really we we haven't seen at all. It's a full or fresh face, full fresh look. It's attractive still- to,
0: to sponsors. I mean, that's what I'm getting at. Like, if if it was just KDM and you had, uh, I don't know, say. Duffy was a number one guy, well, then Tanny would be number two, right? But yeah. because of Gas Gas, now like you've got yourself Waters and, and and Regan, three guys, three standalone, like number one guys on those brands. Like it's a, it's a really good marketing. Like the, the KDM group have done a really good job with, with this, I do not say buyout merger, whatever it is, but it's cool for you, Aaron, to be the face of that in Australia because that is a, um, it's, it's, it's exciting for the sport, right?
3: Yeah, hundred percent, and I'm like really excited to be a part of it. Um, I think it's going to be really good, and we'll have a good year together. And yeah, like you said, it's just a new brand, a lot of exposure. It's going to be really good.
0: So just going to get that bike. Yeah. <laughs> so are you going to race yeah. it? Are you actually going to race Cox Harbour? Having first lap of practice, just jumping on it.
3: Um, I'm going to get in some riding yep. <clears throat> tomorrow yep. after- afternoon. So I'm going to do like you know run the bike in and. You know, yeah. cruise around and make sure I can actually ride a bike still. All right. uh, <laughs> when, when was the last time you rode? Uh, end of November, when I had to retire my Yamaha back to Circa.
0: Oh, so it's been a minute. Jeez.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a minute. I've been keeping active just with my training and whatnot, but I haven't been on a dirt bike for a good solid month.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, you're you're a <laughs> professional athlete. I'm pretty sure you've shaken the cobwebs out, and it's not like—is uh... that diet yeah. a little bit more fun though? go to the 450, no concerns.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, crazy, crazy enough. Um, actually, you know, I was always a heavier rider on the 250. Um, struggled to get, you know, below 78 kilos, and um, after doing lots of cycling and stuff over the. The Christmas break and whatnot I'm actually the lightest I've ever been and now I'm like oh i got to put on some weight again <laughs> I don't need to be light <laughs> <the time>. that's
0: <laughs> always the way um...
3: yeah so um, but that, that gives me room to work you know in the gym and stuff like I don't have to you know try and cut down weight I get you know, put on weight so um, look.
1: Forward to that it's a bit I guess the longest time you've had off the bike in quite a while is it has it changed up your training a whole bunch is there some new things you've been innovating and in, some new things you're trying or is it sort of you know you're stuck standard and then going and just waiting to get that bike
3: yeah be honest, like in the most of the training I did when I was not having a bike was a lot of cycling yep. I wasn't even in the, in the gym all that often um, I've only started going back to the gym started of this year um, you know all my training was cycling just and getting that base you know, down. The, the occasion, the occasional run and whatnot, and I was just you know enjoying cycling a lot, did a few big ones, and
0: I don't think you, know, you post enough. On it, I don't think you post enough on Instagram about cycling, Aaron. I'll be honest, because um, <laughs> I thought if you were a cyclist, <laughs> you had to post about it like all the time. Oh, uh, you
3: know, that, yeah, that's there. I, uh, it's like every time you got to post your Strava thing.
0: Yeah, that's Strava, what? but you got to post the coffee <laughs> shop that you go. You know your coffee or wait, whatever. Wait, it uh, is. This Willsy
1: cycle? <laughs> oh
0: yeah.
2: Hey, Webby ain't that much further behind that either. Yeah, no,
0: there's a lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of them. Even when I got into cycling for a while, you just like, you just get sucked into posting about it all the time. What but, is it? A
1: mammal? A oh, middle-aged I, man I, in lycra? <laughs>
0: I was a middle-aged yeah, back it. then. You wouldn't catch me in lycra. You don't need to see that now. Um, Aaron, sorry, man. Hey, we we were a little behind schedule today. We had some technical problems, so we're going to wind your interview up pretty soon here. But um, I guess. Yeah, that's so good. Being, you know, rookie MX1, you got a lot of experience in MX2, Uh, Supercross, obviously, I think went really well for you, you showed a lot of promise, in my opinion, obviously, to the point where there was an American team interested in signing you, which is, whether it is a a factory team, or a satellite team, or or whatever you call a B team, which, you know, you, you would have been under, that's still a massive achievement. I mean, so, Wollongong,
1: that final turn.
0: Yeah, that was... Um, <laughs> still think about that. Wollongong was... Yeah. Did, did you end up going down in the whoops that uh, night as well? Uh, yeah, yeah, Wollongong
3: was the round that I, was, I went down, and then in that, the last race, it, we all went down in the first corner. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was...
0: Yeah, I just remember we were going nuts trying to get the crowd behind you and everything. It was... Um, <laughs> It was good, but uh, obviously, you know, big year, uh, I got a bit sidetracked there, but big year last year with Supercross, and, and I think it would have been a very big year for you in Australian motocross coming off of Supercross, so ambitions, plans, you know, obviously everyone's going to, everyone says they ride a 450 better, I don't know where you land on that, but where do you see yourself in in, uh, in MX1 in the field, what, what's your goals?
3: Uh, you know, I don't want to set anything crazy, but if I was like to set a goal for myself where I think I should be every race, it would be in the top five. It's quite a stacked class this year, and if I can be in the top five every single race of the year, I think I'll be close.
0: That's what I. Know, that's what I thought. The- if if you was to ask me, I'd say yeah, I'd see you being a top five guy.
3: Yeah, yeah. no, I think there's going to be like, I don't underestimate myself. There, I, I think I can, you know, win races and. What not? Um, I think I'll be really strong on the 450, but I'm obviously not going in with the intention that I'm going to win week in, week in, week out. It's my first year or it's really like realistically my first year in
0: 450s. It feels like, um, Yeah, it's more of a get your feet wet and kind of learn the...
1: Well, Stanley, you sit a top five position week in, week out sort of thing. You are in that, you know, championship to podium discussion. As you come down to the final rounds, if you can be consistent, I mean, that's what it's all about in the 450. If you can keep it inside that top five week in, week out, you find yourself coming into those final rounds pretty on close to the championship.
3: Yeah, that's right. If you go back and you look, um, you know, calculate what you have to become every race to even win the championship, I think it is something like if you came fourth or third or something like that every race, you would win the championship. Like, you don't even have to win a race.
0: Yeah, that is typically the math. And, and also, like, I don't know for sure. I've heard different things about the race format for 21 with Prime X. Um, I, I think, from what I hear, don't quote me on this, but I think there's a long moto and a split moto, you know, kind of back to backs at some rounds. Or maybe, I don't, again, this is all just things I've heard. But uh, I doubt it yeah. would go
1: back to two thirties. I just can't see it going to
0: two thirties, which sort of brings in that yeah back to back sprint format sort of thing. Be interesting to see, and, and maybe if there is those back to back, someone like yourself, Aaron, where on the 450 in your first year running a thirty plus two out front is tough, but whole shot in a shorter moto and running up front is something I could definitely see you you know getting a moto win or something. You know, um, it's possible.
3: Yeah, yeah, you know, we'll see how we go. I haven't even... I <laughs> haven't rode the, the bike, bike yet, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Chill out, man. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's some good preseason races that I'll do up here in Queensland, and obviously I've got Toddy up here uh, and Gibbsy, and, you know, when the other boys like Jay Wilson and stuff step on the 450, if they race some of the races up here. Um, so I'll get a good pre-season, um, you know, racing the Queensland titles and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, give me a good give me a good judge of where I need to be or if I need to get stronger or, Yeah, know. I mean, That'd
0: I hate good. asking those questions, honestly, Aaron, but we kind of have to as part of the gig. But, like, you know, you <laughs> say, like, oh, where are you going to finish, mate? Like, let us know. It's, it's just part of it. But, uh, hey, man, I appreciate you taking the time out to come on and uh, sorry to cut you short, but uh, we're running behind. But, uh, Aaron Town, everyone, uh, Gauss Gas Australia, MX1, will be making his debut at the Thaggy for Prime X. So, hey, mate, best luck of luck uh, in the preseason. Stay safe <laughs> yeah, and... Yeah, hopefully we see you down here in a few months.
3: Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: All good, mate. See you soon.
3: See ya. Bye.
0: All right, guys. Aaron Tanny on the show. Um, he's loosened up, man. I remember Super. some it, some interviews we used
1: to do. I think when you're two months out from a championship and you don't have a bike, though, <laughs> staying nice and loose <laughs> is probably pretty
0: <laughs> crucial. Yeah, it's like, hey, where do you see yourself in MX1? He's like, I haven't ridden the bike yeah, yet, guys. I'll let you know when I want to swing a leg over it. No, nah, he'll be fine.
1: I um, mean, they're sort of at a level, you know. And Aaron, as he said, you know, Jay Wilson, these guys are at a level where they're, they're 450 ready. They're, they're week in, week out, sort of ready to do that. They, you know, they train on them a lot. There's a lot more strength involved in getting on that 450, so I'm sure he's seen plenty of
0: four fifties. He, um, he would have, and I think this what time we got, Daniel? Uh,
2: it's twenty past eight.
0: What time we you say G was on? Eight thirty?
2: Eight fifteen.
1: I mean that's not bad. We started fifteen minutes later. We did Can you
0: text him and say it'll be five minutes. Yeah, cool. Um I was gonna say so this is an interesting topic Aiden is it in M X one this year you got the young the young uh, the young crowd you've got Tanny, you've got Duffy, yep. you've got um, – Duffy, 450. I mean, Clout's not young, but he's still he's – st- He's in that changing the guard. He's almost that
1: mid-range yeah. now. He's in those guys that have stepped up, and I'd say Hayden Melrose is probably well, in I was there I say, too. yeah, like
0: Clout, Melrose, uh, Duffy, um, Tanny. Who else we got in MX1 that's stepping up, this young? Is, is Jay else Wilson, down? is he? No, he's 250, MX2 So yeah.
1: he's MX2. I'd say they're probably your big ones. They would yeah. be the the
0: heavy. Are we missing one, Daniel? You can think of. Uh, sorry. Uh, we'll I know you're these. sending a text right now. You look very stressed. Uh,
2: uh, no, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, uh, right? uh, who are we missing from four
0: fifties? No, I'm no, saying who's the stepping young up? the young guys stepping up. You got Tanny, Duffy. Yeah, yeah, Duffy, Clout, Melrose. Um,
2: well, it, Clout's not stepping up. He rode 450 at CDR.
0: No, I'm saying like, no, no, the no. younger. Man, he really like, is. not to the rest. No, no, no. <laughs> he's Sorry. not. You know, there's Gibbs, there's Metcalf, there's Waters. It's that class. It is. But that's what I'm saying. you got like Gibbs, Metcalf, Waters over here. Like the older guys. Mossy. Mo- Mossy. We've got to talk about no, that. Man,
1: that no, that's a big talking point.
0: The return I'd Mossy put, and I'd he put looks Clout, fast. with those other guys. You would? Okay. Well, yeah. Maybe not with Meddy. No, Meddy's... Medi's a league of his own. Come I think, on. I think Medi's older than me. and that's, hashtag, that's hashtag, Medi. Um, hashtag Medi 2021. Medi's a legend though. Just Medi. Um, There's no better man in work boots getting around the track. No, them. them <laughs> <boots>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's going to be interesting. I guess to me, like Duffy is, and we're going to talk about this a lot between now. It's January. It's early days. April is when yep. ProMex starts. Uh, but. You know, we're going to go a few more shows here between now and then. Definitely, okay. I think Duffy's got a real shot at this title in MX1. Well,
1: I mean, yeah, and I know, mean, I know it's the man, sand, and I know it's manjum up, and it's sort of its own standalone, independent. But he's given it to these top boys already. He is not afraid yeah. to bang bars with any of them. It doesn't and matter what, what name he you've did got.
0: At MXN in those conditions <laughs> as well. Like, and you just—I don't know. I'm a big fan of Regan Duffy as a, as a person, as a rider. He's—I think—he's the full package. Yeah. Um I don't know it's to me like there's a lot of guys that can win races like Clout, yeah Melros definitely Gibbsy, yes uh, Medy yes yeah. um you know then if you, if we have those shortened sprint formats like Tanny can get a win yeah you know there's a lot of guys you know Waters can definitely is a defending champ we haven't even I was mentioned just gonna, Gibbs, yeah I was yes. going
1: like, to say Matt Moss how many time champion oh, Moss like, Waters is going to be what is it? Somehow, even though he's defending championship, how does he fly under the radar? It seems to always be this dark horse, but it's like he's obviously the hot favorite going in.
0: I think it's because he's he's. I mean, there's not as much hype around the older guys, you know, Gibbsy yeah. Waters. It's interesting. I mean,
1: and Toddy seems to more so go about he you know goes he's about under his the business. radar. He's he's, he's, he's just grinding though.
0: He's a working class guy, is what I call him. Yeah. He's not like a Instagram rock star. Yep. He does the T dub coaching clinics, like yeah, he's yep. on the road with I think he travels around Ben Shadell and stuff, like it's what?
2: text messages rolling in. Kevin Williams, Todd Waters, Todd Waters, Todd Waters. Oh really, he's blowing up the phone. <laughs> uh Conatini is another one.
0: Yeah, Connor. Well, he's on yeah. he's on the SP Motorsports Suzuki team. So we'll talk about yeah. him when we talk to Scott Brewster in a bit. But Connor, yeah, he's coming of age. He's got speed on a 450. Absolutely. We saw hey, that at the end of last year. One we forgot about Jaden Rikers. Rikers. Jaden Rikers. Yeah. yeah.
2: Re- just resigned with Empire Cowie. Yeah. Um, so that's
0: that's ten guys. Nearly. Yeah. That's a lot of then talent. You could
1: throw a blanket over, and every single one of those guys we just mentioned could win a moto.
0: Rikers could definitely. Like he was very Rikers fast. Is strong.
1: He's, he's well. You sent him last year. Day,
2: not last year. Year before. 2019. Jesus.
0: And on he was on the Suzuki, Suzuki. Yeah. yeah.
2: Which, say what you want about a Suzuki. No,
0: they're a good bike. And people...
2: You say that because you got one.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: it's a good bike. That's like me saying I oh, <laughs> have a good car.
2: It's not. Like, it overheated on the way to the, the studio. all right. <laughs> yeah. It's Don't he head on the Bravo. Solid.
0: <laughs> but he did good on that bike. He did. And yeah.
2: we seen it with uh, Justin Rodbell. Like, yeah. the thing was a rocket ship. at happened in the worst conditions we would probably seen in a long time. he yeah, had the whole biggest
0: hole shot you've ever seen. Yeah. 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 So... Um, Right. What you the Suzuki's get some hate I don't I don't, I don't really get it Yeah
1: My RM125 in the day Was sick
0: <laughs> Wow It's going back Um Let's uh I'm Hit calling, up I'm Let's call Gizzi. Gizzi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's going nowhere It's going nowhere Um
1: but, yeah, as you said, there's 10 guys there that could all win motos. And, you know, some of them maybe not be what we'd call a serious contender right now. But there's always those one or two kids that come out and flash and show themselves to be a real contender. Can the Duffies in that, you know, do this for an entire championship? I'd have to say he's probably one of the younger guys that's just stepping up now that has the maturity and stuff. But uh, such a stacked 450 class.
0: It is, it really is. But uh, we have got Kirk Gibbs on the line now. Welcome to the show, Gibbsy. Thanks for coming on, mate. No problem. Thanks for having me. Well, oh, good, Matt. So, hey, uh, very unprofessional of me, but it is—is is it uh, Honda Australia Racing now? What was the team name for for the new twenty-one Honda outfit? Uh,
5: so that all that's
0: going to get announced very soon. Uh, uh, okay, but yeah, just just for now, it's just, just Honda Racing. Just Honda Racing for now. Um,
1: we're on the Instagram yeah. trying to suss that out. Yeah, we no were. Hints. I mean,
0: Eurev's yeah. involved, so I'm not doubting there's going to be a title sponsor coming. Um, before but we won't put that on you to announce Gibsy, so it's all good. But uh Yeah, no, nah, can't <laughs> put that one on me. <laughs> no, I won't, mate. But uh It's January Joe. It is January. It's early, but we're getting I guess this is a pre Supercross pre Primex. We just wanted to do a show, Gibsey, but I wanted to get you on because obviously interesting twenty twenty for everybody, but none more so than yourself. You know, you make the uh you know the tough not the tough call on your part, but you know, you really didn't get to do any racing whatsoever. Um and, and then you leave CDR to go to Honda. So, you know, interest in 2020. Talk about how that was. You know, we've had a few guys on the show over the last six months talking about not being able to race. Um, First you know, time
1: in a long time, 12 months
0: off racing. Yeah, for you, how was that?
1: Yeah, it's, uh,
6: yeah, definitely different. Um, I was lucky enough, obviously, to get New Zealand in. So that was... Uh, That's right. Was you just do. beforehand. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was pretty lucky in that hand. I got got to race all there. They sort of, they started stopping all the international flights. I think I flew over on a Friday and they stopped them on the Sunday. Wow. So I was pretty lucky to, to get in and, and finish that last round. And then I had to come home and quarantine. So, um, yeah, but yeah, just, and then obviously we didn't get to do any race and we sort of just kept training and just thinking that, you know, one day it would just, would just be like all right three weeks time it's go time so it was just like training 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 with no racing at all which is like you know it's pretty gets pretty repetitive so um yeah it was hard to stay motivated um with no no start line in in, you know inside but um, but we ended up there was a lot of racing It got well not a lot but a fair few rounds got happened here in queensland but i kept it pretty quiet but i the week before um, all that sort of kicked off, I went and broke my wrist, so oh, wow. um, yeah, missed, right. missed, missed missed four races that all the other boys got to do, uh, which really sucked, and then uh, I got to do the last race, the, the one race they had up at Rockhampton, which is a pretty cool race, I was only back on the bike for three weeks, I think. Um, what time so of year are I we talking four.
1: around here, July, August sort of thing, towards well,
6: the. Nah, so like that was only for October. I yeah, that I, was later you know, in the
0: year, wasn't it? it? Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I broke it probably. I think it was like uh, end of July, sort of thing. I broke yeah. my wrist. I think so. Yeah, like obviously I'd been training and riding quite out for, you know, six seven months. Like, and then yeah, went and did that. So, but yeah, it was very odd. And yeah, I guess at the end of the day, um, things didn't work out with where we were. You know where, where where I was at, um, and yeah, the Honda thing came up, and I haven't uh, ever dealt with Reeves, but I've talked to him here and there, and uh, just sort of liked what and what they've been doing over the last few years. Obviously, when uh, with their connection with Brayton now, and they're they're so close, and I feel like they've gotten um, a lot better um, support and just um, resources and stuff through that. And yeah, Reeves, obviously. You know he's really good at, um, you know, getting sponsors and stuff like that. So I really believe that, yeah, they they were just starting to tick boxes, and I was just sort of liking what they're seeing. And then obviously with the new twenty twenty one bike, I was just like, I did a bit of research there and talked to Tacker from, um, you know, obviously he did a little bit of development of that bike, and uh, yeah, sort of just it all sort of felt a place to want
0: to go there. For sure. I didn't actually use, uh, I think, I didn't mention, but Aiden Williams is here, uh, co hosting with me, so that's the other. What's up, Gibbsy? You know that voice, but... uh, Yeah, (laughs) I do. So, look, Gibbsy, before we get to the Honda thing, there's one thing that I think is really cool that you've done, um, that you started your own business and you opened up the recovery center there, uh, which um, I think is really cool. You know, I think not enough moto guys in your position where they have a personal brand and they have a... um, you know, a, an ability, a platform to promote a business, I, I think they wait too long. You know, they retire a year or so, then they go, oh, I should probably start a business when they should have done it, when they had the opportunity to promote that business. So um, I can't remember the name of it, but obviously you can fill the listeners in, but it's based up where you are in Queensland. So how's business at the the recovery center there? Yeah,
6: it's going good. Uh, yeah, like you said, we, we started up a um, business. It's called TLC Recovery. So it's just a uh, recovery center with your hot and cold punch pools and, uh, you know, infrared sauna, um, Normatec compressions and, uh, massage guns, rollout area, all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, just bits and pieces that I've obviously learnt throughout my racing. And then obviously there was a fair few on the Gold Coast when I lived there. Um, so I sort of picked and choose a little bit from what I liked. And, um, and then when we moved up here, there was nothing here. So, uh, on the Sunshine Coast. So yeah, we, uh, jumped in the deep end. Um, I sort of didn't have any plans of it, just of like starting a business or anything like that. But my missus was sort of in the background, like, what are you going to do after racing, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, well, that's good because
0: like like I said, I don't yeah, think enough guys not many think, think about, about it. this. Like they think racing is going to go forever. Um, and when, it, when the music stops, it stops pretty quick for a lot of people, unfortunately.
6: Yeah, exactly. So, um, and yeah, I've been obviously around some, good people and just smart people and uh, led me in the right direction with sort of just money and, and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, to go down that avenue was sort of a no-brainer. And, um, yeah, we sort of just jumped in the deep end, eh, and just learnt so quickly of, uh, yeah, we didn't actually really know a lot until we so started did start it. <laughs> <this> business. <laughs> and then, um, but, yeah, it's been really good. It's been really positive. Uh, I thought I would have more athletes, Um, but surprisingly we just have majority of of everyday people. We just want to feel better and just want to feel good. And, um, yeah, you'd be surprised. We do get a lot of gym people and stuff like that as well, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's gone really well. My, my partner works in there a lot. Um, and I still get in there, um, a couple of days a week unless I'm, um, unless I'm going away racing.
0: Did that, uh, did the COVID thing affect you guys at all or were you able to stay open the whole time?
6: Nah, no, nah, we got rock day, eh? so we opened. <laughs>
0: uh, Sorry, everybody we did it one like, way, huh?
6: <laughs> yeah, thirteenth of January we opened, um, and I had when I wanted to open it, um, I had a two-month deadline, and we went to four months to open. Oh. Um and then um, and then yeah, we got. I think it was seven weeks in, and then we had to close for two and a half months. Oh, so,
0: yeah, wow. Well. That's great, my yeah. man, I'm right there.
6: <laughs> yeah, so we got pretty pretty nailed, but um, we were lucky. Our landlord was pretty good to us and stuff like that. So yeah, we did we did get uh, pretty lucky there. But um, yeah, we yeah we're at the other end, and uh, hopefully, yeah, no more no more you know massive cases up here and we will have to shut it'll
0: be good yeah i mean i can imagine uh i mean i can imagine the setup like you've got you've got a lot of equipment you've got pools and and pumps and equipment and and uh you know uh all the health and safety like it's basically what i'm getting out i can't imagine it's a cheap business to maintain you know like overheads wise you would need to be having a a turnover quite regularly to so i'm sure justify the expense so uh definitely not an ideal way to start the business right
4: no, nah, it definitely wasn't. Um, it was just lucky.
6: Like I said, I was pretty smart my money and stuff like that. So I was pretty lucky that, um, I didn't have to go and get a loan to, to start it out. So I was, I was actually quite lucky that way. And That's was That's the really otherwise, um, otherwise I would have pretty much emptied the bank. <laughs> if, um, yeah, if just that pay didn't really happen. and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, nah, we were pretty lucky there. So, um,
1: yeah. Oh, fairly much business as usual now. I, obviously, the Brisbane thing happened not too long ago, but Queensland fairly well flowing and everything. It's uh, all, all running smoothly now.
6: Yeah, see, the, the Sunny Coast has been really good, man. Um, yeah, like obviously, Gold Coast had a little bit to do with it too and stuff like that. They've had a couple of little things here and there, but touch wood that um, Sunny Coast has been really good and. Yeah, we had we had a couple of weeks off over Christmas because yeah, we've been flat out since we back reopened. We pretty much open and we're open every day, so we're seven days a week. Um, so yeah, like we don't we don't get too much time between myself and my partner. Um, so yeah, we took a few weeks off over Christmas, but yeah, we just started opening again and. Uh, yeah everything's going good and um yeah positive feedback Hey, so i guess it was one great. of the
1: few motocrosses that's really ever done something like that while racing you know almost a blessing in disguise you've been given 12 months off racing need to go back and have a look at other things has it changed your outlook or your mentality on your riding and your training and all that you know sort of dedicating another part of your life in, into something else so heavily
6: yeah definitely i think um with the COVID thing, it actually, you know, as much as it was really bad, it was actually somewhat good because I could help my partner and, um, you know, we got on top of things a little bit better rather than me going away all the time. So, um, and just dumping everything on her. So that sort of worked out a little bit better for us. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah. What was the second part of the
1: question? Dude, you, you, you know, is, is there sort of a difference between, you know, being just a motocrosser as, you know, call oh, for lack yeah. of a better term, a, a real job or, you know, a sort of a, a different sort of a thing, running a business, the, the mentality behind that?
3: Yeah. Oh, dude, that's as what
6: I mean, like, at the start. Like, we learned so much, like, just in what you need to do and, and just all the stuff that goes behind it to, oh. to run a business. We just we just sort of stabbed in the dark and then it's just, like, Everyone's like, Oh, you need to do this, you need to do that, you going to run this by council, you going to do this by council and we're just like, Wow Oh council. Yeah. We <laughs> just thought we just thought, Oh yeah, it's sweet, we'll just start her up, she'll be sweet, you know. You just but, get a building, a, get but, a um, pool,
0: jump in it. Happy days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but
6: um but in saying that, yeah, it has been good because I've heard people say like when they have kids it, it takes their mind off the writing side of things and that's what the business has done for me too and then also it helps because I'm getting older so I can just go in and recover whenever I want so it's a a bit of a win-win for me It's uh, yeah, I really feel like it's helping and uh, it sort of keeps my mind preoccupied when I'm not at the track
0: yeah I could use me some of that recovery right now I'm in a bad way with my back the joys of being old and having kids yeah that would be great Um, no I think and that was a question I was going to bring up Aiden is that you know obviously you're how old are you now Gibbsy?
6: So awesome.
0: I'm 31, 32 in February. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, in your thirties in Moto, that's, uh, I mean, it's not old, but in motocross, it's getting there. Um. Yeah. I think. And then there's Matty. And then there's Matty, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Who you'd say, wow, Honda's old this year then. Like, you guys have a combined yep. age of about 80. You know, what's Matty? He's 36 that or is, That
6: yeah. is the joke going around
0: there.
6: <laughs> if, if Kyle wasn't on there, we would have a going at, like, average age of, like, 80-something.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, Uribe, <laughs> I don't know whether he gets Botox or what, but that guy he is older than age. he looks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> something going on there. He's too. been around the track a while. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, um,
6: He's lucky he keeps
0: training; otherwise, he would look way worse. Yeah, true. He's on a real he's on a real health uh, health deal right now, which is cool. But um, he runs, yeah, because he lives right. He's literally the, the the workshop is about a minute away from where we are right now in my offices. Um, so if you're ever down uh, with the team, we'll get you in for a, a pod. That'll be cool. But yeah. what I was going to say was, um, you know, when the younger riders, like you know, I'm sure you've been there at different points in your career, like you're so caught up in you know, each result, if you have a bad weekend, it's the end of the world and, and your results define who you are as a person. Well, I mean and for Kirk
1: too, there's an injuries has sort of been that thing that's plagued yeah. you those past sort of few years, you know, eighteen, nineteen especially.
0: And the stress of um, oh man, you know, I'm not doing well, am I gonna get another ride? But I think when you start a business, I mean I know it was for me, you know, I was just a privateer guy. I was never on the level that you're at, but um, having that that side, uh, the business becomes a priority pretty quick, but you can separate it like writing's writing. Business is business. I know writing is business for you, but you get where I'm coming from. It is a good way to, to separate. If you have a bad weekend, you're still going to open the business Monday morning and life goes on. Right.
4: Yeah,
6: definitely. And that's, and that's what I've heard about when, uh, you know, people have kids, but obviously kids is, is a very hard thing and, and, and so is business, but that's exactly what happens is you just, you know, like you can't you can't dwell on you know your past, and when and when you're you know twenty to twenty five or eighteen to twenty five, that's all you think about is you you just you wake up, you eat, and all you're thinking about is riding your dirt bike. And um, don't get me wrong, I, I still do a lot of that. I still think about riding all the time, and and still getting after it. Like I I feel like I'm getting after it just as much as I was when I was eighteen years old. Um, but yeah, it just gives you that avenue and gives you that chance to switch off and think about something else, which is, yeah, I think it's helping.
1: Do you think that's made you appreciate the moments where you do get to go riding and you do just get to throw yourself into the bikes a little bit more where you just, you know, you shut off and it's the, the saving grace. You're back to doing exactly what you love and remembering exactly why you wanted to do it.
6: Yeah, in somewhat, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I just still love racing. Um, I still love riding. There was a period there where, you know, I, I struggled a little bit, you know, like you said, with the, you know, the end of the KDM days, early Yamaha, you know, just not just the transition, but just just coming out of a bit of a slump there, you know, I just had to keep trying to find my feet through 19. And I felt like at the end of 19, I was sort of starting to find my feet again a little bit. And then I felt like at the start of 2020, you know, going to New Zealand, win the championship, I felt started feeling really good again. And then obviously COVID, so... You know, I never really got to show what I was doing through 2020, um, unfortunately. But yeah, I feel like you know I was starting to find my feet, and I feel confident again. I feel like I can be that consistent guy that's a top three guy every race. Where I felt like you know a few years ago, you know, I started going through those you crashes and injuries and and just things like that, and it, it gets you into a a bit of a, a bad place. So, and it's um, it's you know,
0: hard, like you were. Uh... You go back five, six years, like obviously you get the title of 15, 16 you go down to the last moto with, with Dean and, so and Todd, like it was any one of you guys could have took that one out of that moto, and then you know you go from two years of being on top to then you had some really rough years, and, and like you said, it, it's um, people are so quick in the game to write you off, but they don't know what goes on behind the scenes with the injuries, so... Um, it must be a breath of fresh air. I know signing for Yamaha would have been, but I, I think, you know, segueing into the Honda deal now, I mean, I've ridden this 21 Honda. Um, I think in production form, it, it misses some things, but as a base, being on a team like your eves like I feel that bike is going to be incredible. It's like it's a Big really top. good bike. So how have you enjoyed the new bike and, and working with the team? Like I know you came down and did some testing to launch. Um, that's my phone that keeps going off with the Bluetooth. Um, <laughs> so our producer, Dinell, just... Got some ambience. Is, yeah. Um, you know, you obviously did some testing after that one thaggy open race and, and got things moving with the press launch and everything. So, um, yeah, how have you enjoyed the Honda? How has it been working with your even the team, uh, riding with, um, you know, Grandfather Medi and both you old boys just doing your thing? <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's been cool. It's a, it's a cool transition. Obviously, I was, I was good mates with Webster, you know, prior... Yeah, um, like you guys really kind of deal.
0: travel a lot together and stuff, right? Like I always sort of see you guys around.
6: Yeah, so I was always just, uh, so Craig Bolton used to be uh, my my mechanic at KDM and him and Cole and that used to live together. So I used to always go and stay with them guys and we always just just cruise around do whatever. So, yeah, obviously I had a relationship with them and then obviously Scott Illis and Nick Nicholas When we went to Nations, um uh, Red Bud. We stayed with um, Michael Moserman who Scott was mechanic for. So right, like right. yeah, I spent a bunch of time with, with all them guys. Um surprisingly not I hadn't spent a lot of time with Medi. Um, both SA boys, but yeah obviously just yeah,
0: different eras two, really least, yeah, yeah,
6: pretty much. So um but yeah he's a man, he he's a funny dude. Eh? I, <laughs> I got a bit surprised. I thought he was a bit like a bit of a straighty one eighty dude but He's a funny dude away from the track, so... Yeah, um, he, you know, we all um, it he's off a character. And we, 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 oh. Yeah, so we will kick it off. It's, it's really good. I, I was front, like loving those three days we were down there. And, uh, yeah, the new bike, um, you know, it's just... I feel like it's just another little tiny thing in, in the right direction for me. Um, it, it's a little bit smaller. It's a little bit more nimble for myself. I feel like I can move it around and, and do... Do some stuff that I, I couldn't quite do before, like um, just turning, turning a little bit better, and, and things like that. It's, uh, you know, I'm really psyched with it. You know, we don't have a lot of parts at the moment, but super, super happy with the bike already. So, because um, I'll be honest, yeah. like
0: I don't injuries and everything, but like I don't think I ever saw you on the Yamaha. And this is no disrespect to Yamaha or CDR; it's just an observation. But Yamaha is a completely different bike to KDM as the Honda is, but. I don't think I ever saw you look as comfortable in turns, or 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 really look as aggressive. or oh, actually, that's the wrong term because aggressive really isn't your style. Yeah. Like you're very efficient and it's the diesel and train. Flow. Joe. Yeah, but the KDM days compared to the Yammy days, you know, injuries aside, whatever, whatever. I don't think you looked as good on the Yamaha, or, or as you know, as good as when you were in championship form. Um, but like you say, if the, if the Honda's giving you that feeling of being nimble when turning, maybe a little bit more. You know, KTM esque of being that lower chassis, and they've always tracked they, so well, though the Hondas they turn on a dime. There, you know, they're sort of known for that. And that bike turns too well in stock form, in my opinion. It causes some dramas, but either way, man, if you're saying that you're feeling those vibes, I think that's a good sign, right? Yeah,
6: definitely, and that's that's what I mean. Like, as soon as I got on it, obviously the suspension was going soft, but that was that
0: three days. Was just basically needs to get
6: me a a bit of a base setting so I could just go away and ride it for. You know, you know, four four to six weeks until until everyone gets we get the parts and everything gets moving, and then I can go back and and really get really get into it. But um, yeah, no, I'm really happy with it. I I seriously enjoy it so much, and uh, yeah, it definitely has that more of a KDM feel, like just as in the power. It's got a lot of torque, um, and I I really love that about a bike. And yeah, like like you said, like no no disrespect. To Yamaha or anything like that but and with you saying you, you didn't really see me going that way but i feel like 2020 was was looking more of that way for myself but no one really got to see it yeah that's but the thing right we didn't that,
0: we didn't get to see any of that unfortunately yeah
6: but in but in saying that as well i still feel like like i said it's, it's just another little notch in the right direction for me to to get on to get on a red bike and um, and yeah, like you said, the new bike is, is amazing.
1: How you say you're feeling at the, you know, start of 2020 coming in, look like you've got something to show. You're obviously feeling that way coming into 2021.
6: Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I, I feel like, um, yeah, 2020 was definitely, yeah, going, going in the right direction for sure. I feel like, uh, I definitely could have been there, um, you know, chasing the championship. Um, obviously it's going to be hard, but you know, there's some good guys there, but, I definitely think that things are going back in the right direction for me and just to be more consistent um, and and be there every single race. You know, yeah. I had races where, you know, I was a fifth-place guy, I have a little crash or whatever, and I was a seventh-place guy. I feel like, you know, I can be that, you know, top three, top four guy every single race, and I feel like I'm getting back to that again. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to it and, uh, yeah, just going to – just. Um, try and pound out as many races as I can here, just local races, and uh, just get behind the gate as much as I can before I get to round
0: one. Yeah, I think that's got to be a lot of guys' plans. At this point, having not raced much for 2020, you're going to see a lot of a lot of the local gate drops being pretty stacked with you guys, especially in Queensland with with the talent you've got up there. But um, hey, Kurt, we were running a little late today, mate, so I'm going to probably round this one up because we've got a few other guests to get to. But I uh, really appreciate you taking the time <laughs> out to come on. And uh, Hey man, best of luck with the preseason. Best of luck with the business. Um, shout, shout out your business, Kirk. Where can people find information if they're listening from Queensland? Um, yeah, yeah. What, what's what's that all about?
6: Uh, yeah. So TLC Recovery, um, Sunshine Coast. So yeah, we um, just TLC au, or just like any of the socials at Facebook and Instagram and that. So um, on any of those things, yeah, we're really active. So yeah, get amongst it and have a look, and then uh, yeah.
1: We're about to, you boys, based on the uh, on the sunny coast. I'm getting a little sore in my age.
6: Yeah, so we're right in Maroochydore, so that's basically sweet, we're just 15 minutes marine. down the
0: road to yeah. call them. So. <laughs> As if yeah. anyone needs recovery in Maroochydore, it's like the most chill place on earth. But no, <laughs> Queensland's pretty good. Yeah. They <laughs> or, think they got it
6: rough, but yeah. that's why they come in.
0: No, come to Seaford and where, where we are right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, But uh, yeah, if you guys go see Kirk at the TLC Recovery Center, mentioned Inside Dirt and uh, Kirk will send me a commission. So I'm pretty excited about that. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but uh, no, all the best, mate. Have a good Preseason, we hope to see you uh, come out swinging uh, look, we'll probably talk to you before one thaggy it's like january we've got to april but we Definitely. we're just just excited to do a show so um all yeah. the best man have a good few months
1: thank you very much
0: see you see you mate all right gibsy
1: yeah i think everybody's pretty keen to do a show i think that's sort of the common vibe everyone's i, I mean th- haven't you missed it i have we were so, so, to so watch. excited like, how you miss like, it? so excited
0: you haven't I mean, missed it. You're missing it now. I'm just Pump. me and Aiden abusing your ears. Like. Dude, you look stoked. Like, oh just yeah, pumped. living the
2: dream right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all
0: right now. Like, um, all we had was Facebook. the live stream. Yeah, go no, out across heads. some wrong platforms. <laughs> nah, it's
2: fine. Everything's working now. So um,
1: we got listeners on.
2: Yeah, yeah. we've got people on on Facebook. Last so. Um, yeah, we're all good there, so look at that, yeah. I've done
1: me job. There it goes. Well, I don't know if it helps with a sulky personality, but it helps with everything else. Yeah, get some recovery, in not you? Yeah, uh,
2: yeah look, all right, I'm the only one here that works a day job, all right? Aidan's uh, we'll- on holidays, <laughs> Joe's life is a
0: holiday, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if only you knew. I'm you know. still
2: putting in 40-hour weeks, you know. What do you think I put in? I work with you during the week, <laughs> I know what
0: you put in. <laughs> uh, no. Nah. Uh, anyway, um, no, nah, Gibbsy. <laughs> Uh, he sounds fine, I huh, man? He, he does. He sounds happy. I think he's going to go well in the Honda.
1: Yeah, uh, I think he's going to gel well with the team. You know, he's, he's always been that super chill guy. Like you said, he loves the power of just a little bit more talk. The KDM, definitely known for that. Yeah. Um, I haven't ridden the 2021 Honda, but... Uh- H- has that sort of power?
0: It does, it does. It has talk. It and there's the my only bugbears with the Honda in stock form is not going to be a drama with what they've got going on at, yeah. at the Honda Yeah, they're team. not riding OEM so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I really wanted to ask him, but I didn't because I didn't want to put him in an awkward situation. How much do you think he knew about the cloudy situation? I I, I didn't want to ask, but like do you think it was just like Well he sort like of had with both so teams,
2: didn't he? Like he was riding for one, going to the other. That's what I'm saying. Surely so, he knew.
0: Yeah, but do you uh, uh, do you think it was like, "Hey Kurt, we just signed Luke out. You're going to need to you're going to need to find something
2: else," or was it, or did it come the other way? And your wife said, "Hey, Luke's going. Do you want
0: to ride?" I would imagine it was that way. Yeah,
1: that's sort of where I was leaning. That's
0: yeah, yeah. Like, because they would have. It, it just seems very timely that they just switch seats. You know, we'll never know. Like the, the you know, he seems pretty happy with that. I
1: mean,
2: he's happy. He, he, Surely, I, like he would have been. They were teammates at KDM. They were teammates at CDR. They would
0: have had open community, you'd think. Would they though? I don't know. That's I mean, Cloudy is one of those riders that he does his own program. Yeah, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> like, you get them to come on the show like that. They don't always want to come on the show, the riders, like not.
1: I mean, you know. I asked Aaron what
0: happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's, I, know, I just didn't want to ask that question. But yeah, no. It, 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 you know. I'm sure and the I'm sure that
1: sort of unravels and, you know, the story unfolds. It's all still very fresh. You know, they haven't even got the, the team name released out there. We're, um, we're all jumping the gun a little bit on it. We've got till April. We've got till yeah, April. Yeah. We, we can ask like, him again. <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll call them out a few weeks. We'll come back on. I yeah. mm-hmm. just want to ask you this question. Yeah, no, we hit Aaron up super hardcore with all the questions and then we're like, Hey Kirk, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Good <laughs> to catch up. How cool's Hard-hitting journalism.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get it here at Inside Dirt. Um... Anyway, so
1: right, right. now no, it just sounds good that Gibbs is in. Didn't know about the wrist. I mean, that one nah, very kept much kept
0: under wraps on the DL. But I mean, it wouldn't have mattered, you know, local level. I think the years are washed at that point. But what time we got Donnell? It is ten to nine. So we got Brewster coming on. We got Brewster. I said between eight thirty and nine. Yes. Yeah, so. And then I said Joel at nine. But it's cool. So Scott Brewster will come up soon, and Paul Evans will come up soon. Uh, we'll get those guys on in a minute. But um, switch it up. Should we talk about Supercross for a minute? Yes. Can
2: we please hey, talk about Supercross? <laughs> yes. Please. Please,
0: <laughs> right.
1: please, please. Um, Where's your pick, Darnell? Huh? AC. Okay. <laughs> That's, right. That's done. I, I, I next up, Scott nah, Tomac? I listened to,
0: listen to a podcast at OVAC. He just had surgery like a month ago. Doesn't matter. You don't think it matters? No. no He's don't. on the bandwagon. Huh? Y- yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just think. All right, here we go. Round one bets right now who wins at Houston. Uh, As in Supercross class
2: I don't think AC wins The first round
0: So I'm saying who wins Tomac. Tomac?
2: No Wrong He's always slow to start I say (laughs) Wrong Yeah Okay Okay. How about we wait and see (laughs) No You're wrong Just give us a name dude Go home I'm Webb I was going to say Webb Well too bad You asked me first (laughs) Oh that's cute you
0: two Yeah I, I think he's going to come out swinging. Well, I on think on so now.
1: too. Let's let's just talk about who's in that class, so because there's a lot. Good of talent. luck. So Anderson go could the- come out and just wax Brayton. I mean, uh, I mean uh, Brayton Barsha. Brayton Bar. Ooh, let's go Bar- through the Barsha. team. All right,
2: I'll go Barsha. All right. So let's go through the team. So you've got uh, Barsha's got Honda. the confidence from last week too. So yeah, true. We've got that. <laughs> you you can't count out. I don't think you'd put him on a. Podium for the first race, but Chase Sexton at Honda. Ooh, Sexton. You've Ooh, got snapping Ken Roxon. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stop it. You've We're got wrong. Ken Roxon.
2: <laughs> yeah. You've got Eli Tomac. Oh, You've got Kenny. Do I, he's not going to win nah, one. he won't win one. one. It's Kenny, but he's not going to win You've got right. Eli AC. I You've can't got wait for the him the three to win Huskies. I don't see Dino winning,
0: but Osborne. Zacco and Ando. Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you see the 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 PR photos of their huskies they look sick by the way they yeah. look but right. it's like Dean Wilson's Gigano tall seat and then Ando's normal seat and, and then, then Osborne's tiny <laughs> cut cut out cut out. little <laughs> seat that just cracked me up for some reason so you have got those three huskies you've got Gas Gas
2: with Barsha yeah you've got Yamaha you've got Muki Ferrandez.
1: how do you reckon through. Ferrandez goes stepping up because that I mean He'll go Past,
0: strong. He'll go not as well as he would have if he didn't break his hand, but he'll yeah, still be yeah. there or thereabouts. I mean, Plessinger's got to show something this year.
2: You've got Moose Gans back on the KDM. Oh, Moose Gans back yeah, too. Yeah. You've got Webb. That's strong? Is, and then you've got the guys at MCR. You've got McArath.
0: McArath. Bloss. Freeze. Bloss. 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 Dude, there's going to be legit Fantasy's guys be that battling for, like, 15th position. How's that your
1: fantasy picks going, do not <laughs> Don't talk about <laughs> it.
2: I'm just getting G'd up for the season. There's a lot at stake. That's all I'm saying. But if you look at that, like, if you look...
0: <laughs> not as much as the writers, but... <laughs> no, no. But
2: yeah. All they have to do is sit down and turn the throttle, just right? Yeah. I've got to run it, fantasy mate. here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so you've got, like, you're fighting top 15. Yep. Like there's obviously you've got your top ten guys, but then So you're
0: not boring me, have you? shut up. <laughs> but He's you've listening got to dribble
2: on for like a good hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got the microphone, I've got the talking stick, it's my turn. Quite
0: young. Uh,
1: but
2: tell you've got those you've got those eight to twelve guys and the twelve to fifteen guys that can top ten, you've got the guy that's probably average eight place could come out podium. Like it's just I don't think it's as stacked. Like it's stacked. But who do you have but, as your five to eight then?
0: Five to eight like Mookie, Ferrandez, uh, McElrath. Sexton. Nah. nah, Sexton's, Sexton's top a top five. five. But if, if but that's the thing. A top
1: five is no longer a top five. Okay, it's so like a top eight. Top yeah. five is Tomac, what? Roxen, Muscan, Arp, Web, Barsha, Bars, Webb. Okay, uh, now
0: we haven't even put them in. <laughs> all
2: right, AC, you throw them all in there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Brayton's in Bray- there. Mm. Oh, yeah. Muckoff,
2: yeah. Honda. Cool we should talk
0: about that. Like I said, I wanted it's to get an Aussie
2: team. I Mark wanted off, to get yeah, Yareev
0: on the show. He said he would come on and then we realized that it's like two thirty, three A. M. in Houston right now. Same as Duran. Duran was called cool to come on. Uh Ex-co-host, living the American dream, racing.
2: Won an LCQ at Salt Lake City. I don't want to say we had to do anything anything to do with it. But, but.
0: if he wasn't on the show, he wouldn't have won. Yeah. That's exactly right.
1: I mean, that's exactly saying if. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <That's
0: laughs> How cool is that? He was actually the one that talked the most shit on Justin Rodbell back in the day on the show. Yeah. And now they're racing each other. No, Rodbell's riding 450. Oh, he's for fifty. Yeah. That would have been cool. I mean, yeah. Rod Bell's a legend, but it just would have been cool for yeah. the band. Well, you think that too? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you look. <laughs> we start back in 2021. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: in that 450 class, you have got all those like A class, B class riders we spoke about, but then you've got Rod Bell, A Raid, Seven Deuce, Deuce. The um, who else is
1: riding that? Oh, Hep there's Suzuki, so many guys. Hot
0: Raft, like he'll be a. T- Top 10 guy, ansty,
1: and we just Anstey. named 16 that we had in the top five. All right,
0: there's going to be some Nolly Dudes mark not even making main events, but mark yeah, the Markov team is that's really cool. cool. You know, I, I honestly, and, and I don't want to sound like a hater, but with COVID and everything, I was like, there's no not way that that backed team is going racing. And oh. him. how are you going to do that stateside from this far away? With Who would have on? blamed him for pulling the pin? Because, you know, absolutely no one. You just go, yeah, it is what it is. And then I didn't hear anything for a long time. I'm like, okay, must not be happening. And then I hear Brayton's riding Hondas, so I'm like, ah, oh.
2: yeah. He was always going there, but it was whether the team was going was going to be
0: there. And then all of a sudden, he announces it. It's it's uh, you know, who did he sign in two fifties again? It was um, Oldenburg and yep. Oldenburg and Harrison. And that's massive for America because you got someone like Oldenburg that got dropped from Star. And realistically, is there someone outside?
2: Yeah. Yeah, cool. No, they're backing up. It's cool. I thought it might be security.
0: Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> what are they gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> We're in here legally, guys. Yeah. Um, is my office. But um, like Oldenburg got dropped from Star. He wouldn't have a ride. No. In the states now. Nah. You know, but no, does no. Same as like Marchbanks. He's landed at Club, Club MX. But yeah, that's one step down from.
2: I thought that was weird. That like he one day trying to supercross and now has to go.
0: I, I heard an interview with Mitch and he said that he wasn't good enough all the time. Just that's yeah. what it was. Fair but then, to, to me, like are yeah, chasing
1: championships, though not one-off heat race winners or one-off. But then, you know, why, would you, why would you? Why would you hire Daytona.
0: Why would you hire Jordan Smith then? Who yeah. who's never yeah. like nothing personal. I, I, I've well, I've met Jordan a couple of times at MTF back in the day, but nothing personal against him. But he can't stay healthy. So yeah, you're going to hire someone like that. I don't know, man. And Davalos. We've forgot about Davalos in the too. Oh,
2: my God. It just keeps <laughs> getting stacked and stacked. It just
0: gets more and more stacked. Um, yeah. Brett Metcalf of America. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the thing? It was like
2: Martin Davalos entering his 200th
0: season of Yeah. Moto memes just straight oh. killing it. That's oh. pretty much all our DMs are is just Moto memes. Moto memes, just memes just is incredible. Back- yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Anything with them. Um, yeah, <laughs> <go> this, <laughs> the, the Riley Reed ones. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. say it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, I'll push it just, there." They're <laughs> just great,
0: honestly. Oh man, so good. But um, bring back the sand section. Put <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs> <Way> back in. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh. change it, what it up. What about though. the two fifties? Well, that's where I was going to go to. So it's east now, technically. Yeah,
2: e- there's no. Well, technically, all of the rounds are more east side, like east side. I'm, I'm well, like I mean, of there's no the West, Coast, West Coast, Coast anymore. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's like there's no there's no California. Rounds. There's no California. Like
0: there's California, no Arizona rounds.
2: Arizona's out. You've got three at Houston. Vegas. You've got s- nah, Vegas. S-
0: yeah, and there's nothing there. Five
1: five
2: so there's
0: six. nothing really West Coast at all. Five basically, five anything six. liberal on the West Coast, yeah. no racing.
2: Yeah. yeah, you've basically got I think it's five Texas. or six rounds in Texas Yeah. between yeah. Arlington and Houston. Yeah. So I mean, so I
0: know Jet and Faulkner are riding east. So, they'll be up first. And then I don't even know who else is riding it.
2: No. Does it matter? Have they announced no. the star teams for the coasts? Oh, out of their 80,000 riders. Yeah. There. How big is that team, Furno, man?
0: 13 riders. <laughs> 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 what? What was, what was the moto memes they posted about <laughs> star? A,
2: yeah, it was uh, um, Clone Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> it was just, up <laughs> it's just like, pack them in, boys. How many bikes can we fit <laughs> in this it's truck? It's so yeah. true.
0: It's so true. but Like,
2: there's... I've, the photo, there was like nine or yeah, ten, nine riders, 10 and there's guys. like 40 mechanics behind
0: it. Did me. you watch the Christian Craig uh, vlog about yeah. the team scrimmage? No. That was cool.
2: That's basically a full gate.
0: It was like they did <laughs> the staggered... You know, like the red flag start yeah. where they line them up, like they did the lap times to get their spots, and they did the staggered start. And it was like ten, eight guys, ten guys doing a main, basically.
2: Could you imagine if they, like... It's not going to happen, but they put all those riders on one coast. You'd fill the entire night show it'd be good
0: marketing wouldn't it yeah, like, one just, half of the gate they're
2: definitely going to win the championship <laughs> like, there's no doubt about it. I hey, think J-Mart and um, Craig are going to be up there now that like yeah. they were good on the Hondas but, but like, the Yamaha is something we need
1: to have the Jetson Faulkner conversation apparently they're downplaying the whole oh beef God, no, I see that it's like wh- pff, I think j is first. way too chill to have beef until the gate drops
2: yeah, yeah. are we, is everyone over hyping him no Who? Jetson
0: no nah, not this year Wow. He'll be the real deal.
2: That thing on the on the skinny supercross track that they did with Red Bull. Like he's a Red Bull athlete now. Yeah.
0: Like that's cool. That's I'm the real not. deal. Did you did you notice did you notice how um you've got Roxon and uh and Jet Red Bull athletes and then all of a sudden Sexton's like Popped up with a Monster, Monster deal. Yeah. The Monster were just like, we need to get some green on that team. Yeah. <laughs> we need
1: something.
2: <laughs> Hunter's like, you know, uh, has V got any money going at the moment? I might take one of them. I,
0: I would love to see Hunter do I really would want to uh, see I him. Think, I was just going to say, is, is, the is, is
1: there a little bit of hate from you to the Jetson thing? Think it's overhyped? Or I are you just I, more team Hunter at the moment? And no, everybody no. wants to see Hunter. You notice the older brother. You want to see them
0: both. Well, we've well. never seen him show his potential. No. Right? Other than those few outdoor motos. Like, you look
1: at And look at Jet with a clean half seat. I mean, pfft. Like
2: you look at Jet and you you go, well, if he doesn't do well, do all the teams just write him off instantly? Like, no, is, yeah. it, is it a one and done? Deal? Nah. is so marketable. No, no, he is. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Like if say he doesn't string, he gets injured one year and then has or has a bad year, then gets injured. Like that's done. Like oh, uh, hang pipe. on,
1: hang on, AC. That
2: yeah, different baby <laughs> Jesus.
0: All right. <laughs> yeah, but according to America, so is Jet. Now that kid can't do yeah. anything wrong. Like, well, well,
1: literally, cool. and that's the thing. And he's so t- marketable. He's the new Cinderella. He just didn't go through the entire amateurs over there. But from day dot that he stepped onto that field, I'm not. He and was not beloved. Anything,
2: I like Jet's deal. He's think so he's Australian. Awesome. Yeah, he's yeah. great, and he's. Is he going to be the next Chad? Possibly, 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 yeah. and that's yeah. awesome. And it's great for the sport in Australia.
0: Do you see Chad was riding with those guys yeah, the other day? Yeah. How yeah. cool was that?
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what you want to see. Like, I just don't want him to be overhyped and then all. Under so, deliver. Yeah, exactly. No, nah, I, I like think he's show. too he's
0: too good for that man. When when he rode Ozx and we were there, he was going fast. I was blown away how well he rode. That was his first Supercross, and it was like nile environment. You know, the track was slippery. It was a lot of international guys there. That there was th- a lot of big names that struggled like on that track. Osby, Blos, like those guys in Australia. You know, they, to me, they don't ride like that in America. Like, yeah. when they come over here, they get faster. They get yeah. more confidence. So, for jets to be battling, that, it, he, yeah. he was just, uh, he's impressive, man. He's a an natural. I, and
2: we all want to see Hunter do good. Like, that's.
0: I like Hunter a lot, and I would love to see him be injury-free and hopefully just if he doesn't get, get, get like, injured, get he through Supercross through. Cool. and then be a contender outdoors. Like, whatever, yeah. but. Just don't. We know get. he
2: can be a contender
1: outdoors. But this is the thing we've seen Jet do so well, and he's a great representation not only as an athlete but as an Australian. I mean, the kid sort of you know of, uh, personifies everything that that Australian culture is, is around. You know, very humble, it's very likable. Hunter is every single bit of that and as much more. It just hasn't been seen now on the racetrack for everyone to go, oh, you know, it's our darling Hunter. Those guys over here that have been involved in it, man, I've been a Hunter Lawrence fan for a long time. I've been a Jet Lawrence fan
0: for two years. I still remember the first time I saw Hunter ride. Toowoomba? <laughs> <laughs> you're all, all right. You're yeah. Dude, we all we're right, sitting you're there board. and
1: we're like, "Are you sure this kid's a junior?" It was when he hopped over that we we're standing uh, just before that um that Wilsey scrub jump up the hill. Yeah, that Wilsey scrub jump. You
0: know, <laughs> you, gotta what I'm be more, about. you gotta be more specific. <laughs> uh, it
1: was it was your Instagram. I think i was talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. Out. But it quads right into that corner and, I mean, lands leg up absolutely yeah. wide on the pipe. And we're just like, are you
0: for real? Dude, this kid times, is the real deal. The times he was running, it was in 2015. Second
1: in lights. Not even MXD. He was a junior there. Yeah. Beat I, everyone in the MXD class and would have put him second
0: in lights. And he would have been top three in 40s. Yeah. I remember that. Like <laughs> That so is ridiculous. That, that's context. Like, how he? of He's just turned 15. Yeah, well, well. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. No, that's the context, though. Like, to me... You know, you go through the ranks. There's nothing wrong with being a top Australian guy. Like you no, know, no, not at all. Nothing wrong at all. But you look at how good you have to be, how young to be a top international guy. That's the difference, you know. And but I mean, you look at both of them at uh, World Juniors and
1: stuff like that. They've been world class. Like, yeah, you know, from
0: the beginning. Like the genetics in that family. And I don't have know, Regan man, Duffy
1: but, just off the you know backside. That same sort of thing as a 16 yeah. year old kid to see that pace. It's like okay, this kid could be. I think that Duffy next.
0: different career trajectory. Yep. That's a
1: more um, European stance, though, where you see Duffy maybe going more that European well, route. Well, where
2: did the Lawrence's go, though? They went uh, to yeah. Europe
1: first. Whereas Jet, sort of so young still, when he stepped
0: into the American thing. Yeah, he did EMX, then he yeah. went to... Yeah, that's yeah. what, as a fifth. I mean, we year had Duffy old, on sort of the show thing. a few months back, and I said, "What's where are you at? Because you kill it in Supercross, and you kill it outdoors. Like, do you want to be an MHGP guy? Do you want to be... At-? And he said, I just want to have fun riding my bike. I'll go wherever. So I was like, "That's pretty impressive." But we should probably get back to the Australian guest we've got lined up. Let's give Scott Brewster a quick call, and then can you text Joel Evans real quick, Donnell, and just say we're going to be probably <laughs> <laughs> your forehead. All right, bro. Yeah, I hit myself in the face. Yeah, I hit myself in the face with this. Um, that's quite. Can a rude you text answer. Evans real quick and just say we're going to be running yeah, be, a bit yeah, late? Yeah, yeah, all right. Just As just
1: if you going. didn't just text everyone saying we're running late. That's our motto around here. It's like inside like late. We're, uh, running we're running late. Running
0: late. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I'm blaming the tech guy. I don't know about you. Um,
1: well, while we're quickly getting the uh, the information, then where do you sort of look with your favourite? Is Faulkner sort of have to be standout favourite for this, this title? No,
0: no, it's, no. Uh, even if he was, like, I, I'm just not a Faulkner fan. I couldn't bring myself to do that.
1: Absolutely not. I, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he is just I don't honestly, know things about this at home. <laughs> no, like you look this is personal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you look at the he was engaged to that monster girl, that Riley. Yeah, and then that falls apart and he does the lone wolf video it's like dude
0: are they not together anymore
2: I gotta hope not because I'm booking a ticket to America because
0: like if wow. he can pull
2: her I'm half a chance like I can't ride a dirt bike real well but yeah. I find that, it that, funny. that might be the key
1: though just there
0: yeah I think yeah there's a few components I've got a pretty sick one if you're as five. ugly as him but you can't ride as good as him shout out to Darnell's 07 CR yeah yeah <laughs> I <laughs> think um, we've got
2: Bruce on the phone we do, do we do. have Scotty around
0: <laughs> half an hour Scotty you're, you're a few Few hours in, mate. So uh, we, we're hitting the funny side of the show. But uh, thanks for coming on. How you doing?
5: Yeah, I'm good. Doing well with yourself?
0: Yeah, we're good. Thanks, mate. Uh, Adam Williams is here co-hosting with me. But uh, guys, this is Scott Brewster, owner of the SB Motorsports uh, Suzuki team. And uh, Scotty, obviously, we talk a lot, you and I, and uh, we work on some things together. But I thought it would be good to get you on the show because, you know, you're relatively new to the pits. It's a I wouldn't say a startup team, but it's third year with Suzuki now. Correct me if I'm wrong.
5: Yeah, third year, still doing our apprenticeship in the pits.
0: Yeah, and obviously you were there a year or two before when when we were kind of business partners a little bit in the in the um, you know the Peter Stevens Mad Flooring Sales KDM uh, team yeah. that we did back in the day. It's a mouthful. It was a mouthful. Flooring sales. <laughs> flooring sales. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> um, but. You know, I guess what I'm getting at is, you know, you're not as, as well, you know, it's not a CDR, it's not a URIF Honda, um, you're, you're with one of the manufacturers that has chopped and changed over the years, but, you know, you, through um, Perseverance and, and being there every, you know, every race for the last few years, you know, you've grown to the program you are now, and uh, Suzuki have stepped up every year, so I guess it was a two-pronged question, but, you know, first of all, how was it being a, a team owner uh, during COVID because obviously nothing went on last year so uh, how was that experience?
5: Yeah well uh, it's tough because obviously you know you've got we've got some great sponsors who have been helping us you know Burners and Pirelli and all of them and you know at the start of the year they all gave us product and you know you kind of can't really deliver on what you promised yet we sort of kept going sort of the guys kept training and the sponsors sort of kept helping us with products you know and you go through tyres and everything and you're not really delivering what you promised, but, but they've been great. They all sort of understand we did the best we could and they're all on board with us again this year and hopefully we don't have the same issues as last year, but you know, all you can do is sort of share and help promote them the best you can and hope that everyone's happy, but you know, everyone
1: understands everyone's in the same boat. So
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the industry, there seems to be somewhat of an unwritten Understanding that You
1: can't not understand it, though. I mean, it's it's not just a motorcycle. It's it's global. This is, you know, something that's impacted so many lives in so many different ways. To go to an absolute sporting body, this is what we do. We, we're all in big clusters and groups of people going out there performing, and if we're not yeah. performing, we're, you know, we're not delivering.
0: Yeah, it's tough on that. I mean, yeah. I know, you know, and for, for your team, Scotty, your riders, like I know they're not big salary sign-on guys. You know, some of it's just a bonus deal. Some have small... Uh, you know, small contributions as far as from the team for wages and whatnot. But there there were bigger teams that did, you know, some did get the plug pulled from under them. They weren't able to pay their riders and and things did get a little messy. I mean, I think from what I understand, you know, I know Brody works uh, a day job and he was kind of all right down there in Tasmania in the bubble. Obviously, Connor was down here training from WA and that wasn't an ideal situation.
5: No, no. Yeah, and Connor, he had to go back and isolate for a couple of weeks because they're obviously not getting any, contingency money or work so he went back home but Connor's back now back in Melbourne living here again now closer to the team and where we can sort of help him out and where he can train with a couple of other riders so yeah he yeah, just okay.
0: uh, he just got back this week right
5: yeah yeah got there the other day he's picking his bike up tomorrow and yeah back into it Full So steam ahead
0: Brody Ellis MX2 and uh, Connor Tierney MX1 for the SB Motorsports team in 2021 um, yeah so yeah, I mean it's basically a do-over, like you said. You've kept a lot of partners, the same riders. So it's obviously just a chance for you to really go racing with these guys.
5: Yeah, look, like, you know, Connor was looking really good last year, as was Brody. Brody did well down in the states here he was in Tassie, clean sweep of that. And Brody was uh, Connor was looking really good, and unfortunately didn't get to see him do his
0: do his do thing. His bit, but
5: yeah. yeah, he'll be fit and ready to go this year in a couple of months. So see it all happen then. Kind of picking up where
0: we left off. Yeah, that's right. Now, Scotty, um, let's let's segue a little bit. You know, I uh, I had my dance being a race team owner partner with you. Um, I got out of it pretty quick, as you remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we remember <laughs> yeah, the pits remembers. Um, Mad wasn't there long, <laughs> but you know, you have been able to navigate the industry and uh, you know keep a team moving for the last four or five years now. At this point, I think it would be so. You know, talk a little bit about that, you know, long term plan, taking on new partners, being able to fund the team, having other, you know, business assets that you have in the real world that probably help cash flow things at different times and own different team assets. Like how, how is the structure? How's the financial struggles? Everyone knows it's not an easy industry to operate in and and keep funding. So, you know, how's the journey been for you with that?
5: Yeah, no, it's, it's been good. I've, I've kind of, um, as I said earlier, sort of doing my apprenticeship. I, you know, people like Craig Dak and Yareve and all of them, you know, sort of got to just watch the, what those guys are doing and you know wait for your turn to come. And you know, I've slowly been building a relationship with Suzuki where I think a lot of it's trust. But like, you know, I'm sure that the manufacturers get all sorts of people and help all sorts of riders and everybody, and they get burnt just as much as teams do. So. I think you just gotta wait your turn and the trust and confidence and you know, every year they kinda give you a little bit more, a little bit more and you know, hopefully one day we'll get that big million dollar sign on bonus and we'll be away.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean I think funding right now is tough for anybody, but you guys yeah. did just get uh, Suzuki gave you the um you're now running the Suzuki not the semi, but the big uh what what I don't know what the term is, the big truck. What what is that called yeah. again?
5: Uh just the big
0: um Big, big ass truck, tech. like big yeah, the truck. big man tech. yeah,
5: <laughs> big truck, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you no, had the, like, um, the SB truck yeah. and
0: now you're running that one, right?
5: Yeah, we were running out of the SB truck, but yeah, you know, it was, um, oh, well, that's a great truck, it does its job, but you know,
0: the, it's the actually for running sale. Running if had. anyone's listening and wants to buy a race team <laughs> yeah. truck, yeah. <laughs> get your plug, yeah, right. <laughs> hit up yeah. Scott Brewster at SB Motorsports. What did you want for it, Scotty? How much was the, the sale taken? Uh, we're about 35 grand. All right, cool. We'll put a 10% commission yeah. on for Inside Dirt if anyone yeah. buys it from the show. And Anybody looking to start yeah.
1: a race team, truck is ready yeah. to go. Yeah,
0: it's, it's oh, actually, you, you did a lot of good things with that truck.
5: Yeah, no, we've um yeah we've done a bit good because obviously, you know, driving up the Neil Highway to Queensland, you certainly don't want anything going wrong up there. So you've got to make sure they're running well. But yeah, it looks great. The truck that they've given us is the one Matt Moss and, you know, a whole list of people have raced out of that one and, and done quite well. It's well set up, I think. Not the youngest of trucks, but well set up, and it's just so much easier to work
1: out of. Jay Foreman saw some serious championships. I was going to that say, that's seen a lot of number day. one yeah, plates yeah, out of there. Daryl Hurley, even in the in the day you go back a bit further.
0: Errol Willis got an yeah. NXT. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah, on the side of it, they've got a, a, a list of all the riders that have won a championship out of it. So you look
0: at it and you think, geez.
5: 2021, Brody Willis Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> it. That's it. <laughs> How, how's the boys' yeah. mentalities? Obviously, 12 months a long time to get off, but I can just imagine they're just hungry, ready to go. Yeah, no, it was hard because all of last year, you know, they're they're trying to
5: stay fit and then they kind of, you know, would hear that there's a race coming up and then they'd sort of get all fired up and then let down and then fired up and let down. So, yeah, they sort of had a bit of a rest and, you know, now they can see light at the end of the tunnel, the full training now. So, yeah, no, they're in a great headspace, ready to go and just hungry to get
0: racing, I think. How's, um, now I know... No, this is just because I own a Suzuki, but obviously Suzuki has a bit of a stigma right now with, um, you know, Tynell's already shaking his head, but, you know, they're not, they're not up to date as far as the electric start and some of the other componentry and, and some of the other Jap bikes or the KDMs, Gas Gas, Huskies, whatever. But, you know, you've Same got thing. Steve Powell who is your team technician, so to speak, and although Powell doesn't come to the races a lot of the time, he does build the bikes in the SPMX workshop. Um, yeah. Now... Like my personal bike right now, Scotty, the the 2019 RMZ 450, I, I would go ahead and say is one of the best handling bikes, best turning bikes I've ever ridden. Like, I love riding it. The, the power's great, it's got everything I need. I think, like, say for Connor, like, I don't see the bike being a hindrance. I really think he can be competitive. Jaden Rikers was competitive on that bike in Australia. So, um, yeah. you know, talk about that a little bit. Like, Powley's helping you guys develop the bikes. How, how's all that going?
5: Yeah, yeah, no, really good. We've got um, Adam Berner and Powley are sort of both co-building the bikes. Powley's sort of looking after the suspension side and Adam Berner is doing the the motor side of Connor's bike. But look, Connor, you know, not just pushing the barrow for Suzuki, but yeah, Connor really likes the bike. He, he's really comfortable on it. And yeah, he, um, he looks comfortable and hopefully the results will come.
4: But yeah,
5: it's not a big budget, but you know, if we're watching them at one saggy at the AMX, you know, every race that there was a Suzuki in it,
0: there was that they um were in the top three of the first corner. So yeah, I mean, and I I That's, went out and bought a Suzuki. Like I got no affiliation of the brand yeah. whatsoever. I just you know I like Suzuki's, I like the bike, and and I think they get a bad rap in the press. But uh, at the end of the day, I still think they're competitive, and it would be cool to see Brody and Connor. I think they've you know Brody's super dedicated. He works full time job, but he rides at home a lot during the week. He trains his ass off. Like. I know him and the yeah. family well. I've stayed with those guys a few times. And they Tassie. put in big time. They do. You know, coming from Tassie, you've got to be dedicated, and he's a good signing. And and, and yeah. Connor's a good kid too, man. He's got a lot of potential, and, and uh, it'll be cool to see him running up front for you guys, that's for sure.
5: Yeah, no. no. I think both of them have got a good chance of being up there. So, yeah, we just got to get them there and see how they go
0: that's it go from there well um hey scotty we were running super behind schedule tonight so i will yeah. cut this interview quite short so um apologies yeah. there but uh it was Danelle's fault you know he was actually yeah. i think he was working i hardly working... think so sorry i've had my mic off but <laughs> i hardly think so he was probably working on one of the proposals we do for you guys probably but
2: yeah yeah it definitely was yes definitely was,
0: <laughs> yes, definitely was. <laughs> <laughs> but um Hey, Scotty, best of uh, best of luck for the season, mate. We'll probably chat to you during the year and when we'll see you at Wontaggie in uh, in a couple of months' time.
5: Yeah, no, looking forward to it. Appreciate your time.
0: No worries. All right, well thanks, there, Scotty. Scotty. All
5: right,
0: thank you. See you, mate. <laughs> All right, Scott Brewster, SP Motorsports. I just wanted to get Scotty on because I did it to him a few times last year. I was like, hey, come on the show, and then we got busy with guests. I was like, oh, I'll get you on next time. But um,
1: I mean, I bit my tongue there when uh, they were talking about Darnell running this um show late and I was yeah. going to say slower than a Suzuki but you know <laughs> but, uh, I think we uh, probably, probably shouldn't have done that yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I'm to blame for us running behind
0: because we went live and you just started pulling out cords like a madman
1: we're the talent Could you're the, <laughs> the set it up and get it going I know put it this way
2: honestly i will missed this we were
1: sitting in these chairs at the right time I know I'm yeah. sweating
2: over here you two have got your aircon going it's
1: I'm pretty good resting
0: Sweating It's a small office But we got mean? the lights on us man
1: Oh you no know? What a shame Yeah I oh. That is nice lighting on you though Joe That is nice
5: pretty
2: good yeah, yeah. Spot on mm. <laughs> <laughs> I remember why I enjoyed 2020
5: well, None I of this with you, two, you, know?
0: <laughs> you didn't get us in your ears every every week <sighs> It's great You anyway. missed us, don't even lie Yeah uh, it's right. There's nothing like a double head round of nationals Where we're just talking for eight back hours a day Back to
2: back to back And it's just like Alright, I'm ready to go home Aiden oh. starts talking on the plane It's like shut
1: <laughs> up, shut up, shut <laughs> up we <laughs> cool and back to backs And you got three days of it <laughs> Yeah, and
2: then we sat uh, Mind you, we three always night. got that cool week Where we huh? sat on the beach for a week
1: that was It's not nice. a bad week It's
2: always good
0: Oh. Moving Ma- on Moving I on Well what time is it It is
2: 20 past 9 We've got 10 minutes Until Joel Evans Is ready to go Is
0: so at yeah, 9.30
2: Yeah yeah Cool So do you want to talk Some motorcycles
0: We should probably do that
1: Yeah Well then I want to crack back Into the uh, 250 And get some actual picks from you If we're all okay. Put our bets down For well, the 450 who, who, I don't know, I don't know who's who the, the hell Is
0: riding what coast coaster uh,
1: Give me a hot minute
0: Come on, come on, stat guy.
1: Yeah. Quicker, quicker. Yeah. We've been talking about this all night, mate. Yeah. Uh, all right.
0: Shh. I don't think there's an East Coast entry I don't list out yet. That, yeah. I haven't no. seen it. Racer uh, X will have it if anyone has yeah. it. No,
1: let's drop the West Coast entry list and see who's gonna go there. I mean, obviously throwing the support behind Jet. How how can you not? But it's not even support. I think Jet is he's a real chance. It's it's kid is fast, man. Like just, it just straight up who, out of the bag fast.
0: Because who from Pro Circuit, you know, you've got
2: Faulkner, Shimoda, who else? Is Smith. There? Smith. Yeah,
0: there's five pro circuit guys though, isn't yeah. there?
2: Yeah, there, there is. I know. who well, they on are. West Coast. Yeah. No, no, who, no
0: just no, in Texas. the team. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. East, East Coast going first.
2: Yeah, East Coast is first. We don't know who's riding yet. We might. I don't know. <laughs>
0: So I don't feel like I'm week. making any progress right, with no, this. I've been yeah. on
2: holidays for like two and a half weeks and I've just come straight You're back on to Tinder. Huh? No, I'm not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Duran's not here. No, he yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would do that mid-show. Oh, Done. I was more so of a hinge guy anyway here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So you got Jordan Smith, Cameron McAdoo. We forgot about McAdoo. Yeah, 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 McAdoo, yeah. yeah. yeah right. He's going to be competitive. Seth Absolutely. Hamaka, the rookie, yep. Yeah. yeah, so um, they haven't really said who's going where yet. I'd assume
0: that... Well, Faulkner's going to be there. We well, can just go back to talking about four fifties then. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, well it's well, too I mean, hard. Like <laughs> it's the first round. What do you? You don't know who's going to come out in two fifties. Who's to say that a rookie like AC did it? He came out of amateurs. Man, you
1: are not just round. on the AC bandwagon. Like I mean, he really is. What happened round two? Huh? He
0: won. He run the first three or three. Then he did his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was back in like two thousand one or when, when was it? Like <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. Last
1: time he did anything. Yeah. Oh. Joe still had hair. <laughs> So uh, did you, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dude? I've seen your hairline recede today yes, doing man. this.
1: <laughs> Ten minutes like, old. Oh, when that, that first in.
0: stream didn't work, it it went a few new hairlines. The way it worked.
1: Though. It just. The hey, look, bits, th- the bit that's there is like crusty I mean it's yeah it's, it went up like a cock or look at it
0: that's why you're off the camera Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, we're running long I'm getting kind of tired let's call Evans now uh, yeah give him a buzz but whilst we're calling Joe Evans um, like I said 2021 first Inside Dirt show live streaming on Facebook thank you guys all so much for tuning in um, we've got a lot coming with the Inside Dirt platform in 21. I know I said that a lot in 2020 I know I say it a lot every time we do anything
1: this time it's for real. But
0: this time it's for real because 2020 hopefully-
1: 2020 kind of paused everything. Yeah, the world- Hard to develop when it
0: We had a lot of momentum stops. that stopped, right? So basically that's where we're at for 21. Inside uh, InsideDirt.com is coming real soon and we will be putting out a lot of cool content through there. We've got the YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube yet, this show will be on there real soon. And also uh, there's some of the new bike reviews we've done on there. Like I rode the 2021 Sierra 450R. Other good content. Got to get the socials going. Same deal. But uh, I know he's on the line, man. I know he's on the line. Yeah. yeah. Just, just wait, Joel. Just wait. <laughs> but enough rambling. Joel Evans, a man who's no stranger to YouTube or anything like that, social sure hustling. Welcome to the show, mate. How are you?
4: Hey, cheers, mate. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Just, sorry. Uh, in up in
0: yeah, sorry for making you wait uh, all night there. Um I think we're only about thirty you minutes say late. That this
2: is my fault again,
6: and <laughs> it's Darnell's fault. Like, um, just at the bottom of the list.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're like, we'll, get the pri- <laughs> we'll get the privateer guy on last. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we um, got three
1: listeners still now. Yeah, Everyone's who's on the live stream still? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, uh, Aiden Williams is sitting here with me and Darnell. But uh, Joel, I just thought I'd get you on, man, because obviously you you went out on a limb at the start of 2020. You started your own program. Uh, you quit your job you know, you went all in, you got sponsors, you, um, yep, yep. you know, you put it all on the line, 2020 didn't happen, so that's yeah. that was pretty rough for you, obviously, and everybody else, but, you know, you're back now, uh, year two of doing your own deal, you've got, uh, you know, you've got Joe Evans coaching going on, you've got Private to Pro YouTube going on, and obviously you are going racing in MX1 for, you know, Prime X, so, um, you're at Dean Ferris's place right now, doing some training, I believe.
4: Yeah, yeah, so, like, uh, 2020, just, never really happened i had all the plans in the world but uh it just it just wasn't meant to be so i um come up with all the other options that i could so that i could continue the dream i guess of going racing without needing that job to support me the whole time um and yeah just uh planning the 21 season at the moment just getting it all sorted and just starting to do my on-bike training at the moment so i thought i'd come up and see dean before cop's harbor this weekend and just sort of touch base a little bit, and he can critique me a couple of things here and there and hopefully improve me a little bit.
0: Yes, I mean, look, not a bad mentor to have in the family, obviously. Um, Dean and Renee's is obviously your sister got married recently. So, um, you guys are, what's that term now? Your brother in law? Yeah, yeah brother in law. There you go. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I, yeah. I struggle with it. That. It's been a long show. Of mine. Do you <laughs> <read>? <laughs> I actually do. I'm quite literate, but. Um, You know, I'm sure you wouldn't lean on Dean too hard, but uh, you know, not a bad mentor to have um, in the family, so to speak.
4: Yeah, for sure. He's not um, the type of guy who's gonna, you know, be with you all the time and doing that sort of thing, swinging off a pit board. But it's just super helpful. He's really got a good eye for it. Obviously, he's done it forever, and he knows um, what you should do. And like today, I was riding, I was doing lap times around the 133s or something, and. I was thinking I was going as fast as I could and he pointed out two little things to me and it was like straight away, I was like down to one thirty ones, and I thought I was peaking at one thirty three. So yep. it's, um, just like little things. He he always tells me, he's like, it's not your skill. You just got to need some stuff pointed out to you sometimes and stuff that I might not see. But like, I guess an eye of his that's been around the world and done everything. It's just super helpful to have that.
0: Yeah. That you can't, you can't buy that experience that he's got. And, uh, the level he rode at for a very long time and probably still will when when the time comes after his injury it's uh you can't buy that knowledge you know and having him in your corner i think that's a great thing and and also you know um for yourself you know as far as business and writing like you know with motocross masterclass and different things like that's obviously you can bounce ideas off the family and uh and and help your your program too because what you're doing i've you know, a lot of us have been there at Privacy Races and Coaches and, and trying to do business and racing. It's not the easiest thing to do by yourself.
4: Yeah, for sure. And I know, like, I got yourself to think a little bit for that. Um, just, like, bringing me into, you know, looking outside the box a little bit with um, racing and trying to make, I guess, a little career out of it. Um, and there's options there. It's just, yeah, like myself, I'm a motocross kid that just had a job, so I don't really know too much about business. And it's all just learning as you go. But yeah, Dean and Renee are super smart with that sort of thing. Probably give Renee a little bit more credit than <laughs> Dean there, but yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's figuring it all out, and it's cool to lean on them and, and whoever else will sort of help out.
0: Yeah, but you put yourself out there, Joe. You know, like you called me a few. Geez, it would have been a couple of years back. Nearly now, I'd say I can't remember the time frame with the way the world's been. But
1: when Darnell had hair.
0: <laughs> <Probably> when I <laughs> I would have had hair too um, but you know you, you ask the right questions and, and you've made a real little program for yourself there which hey is, is not an easy thing to do so oh,
1: hats off to it not many yeah. do it
0: so talk about that Joel like obviously you've been putting out is it weekly or fortnightly YouTube videos for like over a year now um, you shoot yeah. them you, you edit them yourself you got a cool little following going between socials and YouTube like how's that been how's that experience been to learn that whole deal
4: yeah it's been eye opening for sure um, the time that goes into that sort of stuff. And I well underestimated it. Um, yeah, it is like, a big, uh, I
0: mean, it's a big commitment. Like you've done it, you know, way more than I anticipated and you've stuck to the, to the discipline side of doing it on, on that schedule, you know?
4: Yeah, actually I spoke to a couple of sponsors, um, Woodsy actually at the start, like from race line. And he said like, yeah, just, just know if you're going to commit to something like this, make sure you stay with it sort of deal. Mm. Um, and I was like, now yeah, I'm I'm in 100%. So um, yeah, I just uh, originally we started the fortnightly videos, um, and then like that was sort of enough, and we noticed that people were loving them, and they wanted more. Um, then we stepped it up to the weekly, and then yeah, it's, uh, it's almost a full time job just on YouTube, and then uh, but without any payment. So
0: yeah, have you, are you making and- are you making the YouTube money yet, Joel? Where are we at with that?
4: I got the email the other day that I can say
0: you qualified, yeah. dude. Yeah. I, yeah. I, Congrats. I was, That's huge. I was heartbroken, right? So here's the thing. At the start of the year, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm going to get my YouTube going again. You know, I haven't put anything on there for like five years. I've got like uh, nearly 4,000 subscribers. Like, yeah, 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 on on my For coaching. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't sound so surprised. <laughs> uh, like, well, no, I was thinking,
1: like, is this, is this like freestyle Joe with like a flat
0: peak? Nah, like, nah, yeah. I was never good at that. But, um, so I'm like, I go to the back end of YouTube, I'm like, all right, I need to monetize this. And, and you know, so I got like over half a million downloads, whatever, like views. Like, I should be able to start making some money. Like, I'll start uploading content again. And YouTube's like, no, sorry, you need 4,000. How many watch hours is it? Watch need? hours. 4, yeah. 4,000 watch yeah, hours. Yeah, I think
4: it's four thousand something like that which on
0: my channel with over half a million views i still hadn't even come close to those watch hours but my coaching videos were super short you know the vlog style is obviously (laughs) youtube wants to keep people engaged for longer i guess that rule came in you know but either way if you've made that you've made that um cross that bridge that's awesome now man yeah
4: yeah it's really cool i um honestly haven't looked into the monetization too much just yet um, I'm just still trying to grow it and, um, grow a little bit of a fan base for myself just yet. Um, but yeah, the, the watch out sort of surprised me. Um, I'm assuming that people must be watching a few of them like back to back or going back and rewatching them because we blew that number out of the water like pretty early. Yeah. The um,
0: subscriber count probably would have been what you were chasing then, right? Cause it's 2000 yeah, subscribers. It subscriber. is it? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 1000
0: actually. Oh, I was it 1000? Um, yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah. We, my girlfriend and I, because she does helps me with all the editing and that sort of thing. And we we're like, oh, if we could hit a thousand by New Year's, it would be sweet. And I think we hit it by like five minutes before New Year's. So <laughs> oh, that's so good! Uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool to tick that little goal off. And uh,
0: also having <clears throat> some racing, national racing this year. Hopefully, uh, with the way the world is again right now. But you know, if all goes to plan. That'll be a lot cooler content for you than you were kind of... I mean, he was
1: making content in a time that no was one was making to content. do,
0: really. So, you, had, you know, hats off. You made something work there. Race content is just going to make it much better, right?
4: <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. That was the whole plan behind it. Um, originally, we were, we'd set out a schedule and stuff because we didn't know how it was going to go. Like, we'll do two videos pre-season and then we'll do one per round.
0: Yeah. Um, that was, I remember that then, was the <laughs> initial plan, yeah.
4: Yeah, and then there was no rounds, so it was honestly it was all just made up as I went, um, and it was tough to try to think of different stuff. But at the same time, it's pretty cool. Um, some of the stuff we come out with like different. I did a tire test, and I tested between a Cowie and a KDM and a few different things, and people love that sort of stuff. I found so.
0: So it really um, I mean, like YouTube is. It. it really like we did uh, the inside. the I rode the twenty one four fifty Honda the other day, and we we put a, um, a YouTube out on that and our our YouTube channel for Inside Dirt is startups non existent. You know, we've got less than a hundred subscribers, you know what I mean? And that yep, yep. that video of a of a test session made it into the YouTube like suggested videos and the the views are crazy for a channel that has no engagement, no followers, like it's brand new. So it's like what you're talking about there with testing and, and bikes and that aspect of the sport, I think people are hungry for good content of that. And I don't know how many publications do a really good job of that, honestly. So if you if you were able to like, that's the content that, that to me is is sort of after Massive. right now. You know, like so many pro guys do their vlogs, and you know you got Troll Train and Christian Craig and all those guys doing it, which is sick. But you know you got an opportunity to have an Australian audience or whatever it is. You know,
4: yeah, I think it's cool too with that sort of stuff where I'm testing that I don't have a tie up with anyone. Like, if I guess most people probably have a sponsor in whatever area so if I'm testing a Dunlop in a Maxxis tyre and I've got a Dunlop sponsorship obviously it's probably not going to be real um, yeah it's
0: conflicting yeah. right yeah
4: yeah, yeah for sure so um I think that's cool is I'm trying to keep it super transparent with everything and just be as real as I can so um yeah that, that's been really cool and just getting a bit of a loyal following um I think I've got people that watch it every single Thursday. And like, if I don't put out a video on Thursday, they'll like send me a DM and be like, Oh, is there one coming out later or once go?" Yeah. That's
0: what you want. Yeah, like when that, you're in people, like hard supporters. Like, come on, man, where's my video? Yeah. When you're on that YouTube, cause <laughs> yeah. I see your videos. Like I help share them sometimes with different platforms and, and like, I'll see them the next day. Like they pretty much get like 1500 views within 24 hours. Like that's the, the standard starting view you guys get.
4: Yeah. It's, it's definitely starting to grow. Um, which is super cool. And at the start, I was sort of a little bummed because I just I didn't understand how it all worked. Oh, it's, it's like no one's watching them and it's like, I don't have any subscribers and whatever, and I was expecting it to kick off a little bit quicker than it did. That's long. Um, it's a long game. Been,
0: Very long. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I've been in it a little bit longer now and just, you realize it is, yeah, it's a long game if you just sort of go and it's more now I'm just pumped because the people that do watch my videos are just stoked that they're there each week and I'm getting... Like I said, sort of a loyal following base and hopefully I can just continue to grow that a little bit.
1: After all the, you know, effort of going and you know, if we're getting the bike and all the deals and, you know, putting together basically was what was gonna be, you know, a personal race setup and getting ready to go at it. Do you find that it kind of filled that void of, okay, we've done all this work racing's not going to be there now, but I've still got this other thing that, you know, is going to be kind of cool that I can still work on week in, week out. I'm not going to be going to the races on a Sunday, but did it fill that void that, you know, no races, at least you can be making some cool content and doing something a little bit different?
4: Yeah, I definitely wasn't, like, sitting around twiddling my thumbs anyway, like, on weekends. I could keep myself busy with that. Um, and then for sponsors as well. Like, um, I got a few people, like, Unit, um, on board this year who was a new sponsor, and then I couldn't go to the races, so... I was a little bit concerned with that and those guys were awesome to me. So, um, yeah, I wanted to do as much as I could for them. And then with the videos, like I spoke to the guys the other day and they said, like, we're pumped with what you're doing. So if you want to continue next year, like we're all we're all for it. So,
0: Yeah, um, and I think you stuff you, like that were, is super cool. you were one of the most active riders in the country, honestly, as well, sure. I would say. Like visibility, no <laughs> racing. A lot of guys just went, oh, screw it. Went and got a part-time job, didn't ride or didn't post. But, you know, you were invested in in, the, in your program and, and it goes to show, like, you put the steps in to, to establish it and then you had to deliver on one end or another and you did. So, I don't know, man, it's, it's to me, like, I, I really don't understand, Joe, and you know, I've had this conversation so many times, like, there's there's so much opportunity in the industry in Australia for riders like yourself that, you know, dude, we talked about it briefly on the intro, like, you you forget racing, you were nearly freaking in a wheelchair or didn't make it five six years ago yeah. as far as you know losing your life from a crash so for you being a Dean ferris or whatever maybe wasn't an option but doesn't mean you can't have a future in the sport you know and and i think i would hope at least that what you've done would motivate others to say well hey i'm yeah. a top 10 guy in the country maybe i'm not making 100 grand a year racing but i can put my own program together and when i'm in my 20s like you are you can you can live the dream you know it's cool
4: yeah yeah and that's the thing i think it's what makes it easier is like I don't need to make all that money because now I'm realising that I just I love dirt bikes. I listen to like like I listen to all your guys' stuff, um, I listen to the pulp stuff, I listen to you know, gypsy tales, like I'm just a fan of the sport. So if I can be in it and that's basically my job and I'm living that, like, why would I not try to make that like a reality and try to live that dream out?
0: When well, you work a job that's a hobby, you're not working a day in your life, really. Nah, and yeah. I, I still I say this too, like the skill set you learn here, like and not that again. I I don't ever say this to be disrespectful to anybody, but you're now, in my opinion, I don't see you leaving the sport in whatever many years time when you retire, quote unquote, or whatever. You're not just going to go work a job now because you're going to get the taste of running your own program, yeah. and and running your own business, and then going to be gonna a moto go, business either way. Well, even if it isn't a moto business, like you're gonna. You'll you start something up, right? You know, I don't see at this point you going to be an employee because this is you'll get the bug for working for yourself. Which, what a great way to get a start on on doing that side of life, you know?
4: Yeah, for sure. It's crazy what dirt bikes will teach you. <laughs> it's, um, like a, we're probably not seen as the smartest bunch, but it's uh it's yeah it's pretty cool what it can teach us. And like uh, honestly, the what you're saying there it just opens up opportunities doing this stuff. And I've actually uh I'm actually bringing out uh, my own business. Very soon. Um, there you go. With the, the My Pitboard. I don't think so. It, it's not what that is. It's a GPS device that sits on your handlebar. Yeah, okay. Um, and it, it does your lap times for you. So I don't need Michaela, my girlfriend on the pitboard or whoever. I can just look down at the bar pad over the whatever jumps on the track and I've got my lap times there. So,
0: so wait, this is um, your brand?
4: I am going to be the Australian distributor. Yeah, okay. Nice. I,
0: I thought I saw something about it the other day, yeah. but I thought I saw it in the States. So. You'll be the Oz distributor. There you go. That's unreal.
4: Yeah. So my people at Australia's um, should release in the next week or so, um, and that that's yeah going to be my thing. So it's it's pretty crazy. Like what what this year has been. Like obviously it's been super tough for a lot of people, and I feel for heaps of people. But there's I know I sort of there was opportunity there for me so I'm super thankful I guess for for the did, year and it was um, it worked out well
1: how did that come about was that something you know that was along the lines of because you're making this content you're doing this creation and stuff or was you know how did, how did that come to fruition
4: yeah so actually a friend of mine sent me a post of it and I'd never seen it before so I just went to go buy one um, and I didn't know what the go was to get it to Australia because it's a Canadian company yep right um, so I sent the guys a message on instagram just explain the situation so they might help me out a little bit with one um and they said yeah we'll 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 give you a bit of a discount and then they must have checked out my content and stuff for um a few days after that and sent me a message and said oh hey we're gonna just we'll we'll give you one and you can be like we've never had one in australia you can test it for us um if you're keen for that so i was all about it because obviously it's a pretty cool product it sucks to try to find someone on a pit board um I did that and then just got talking to the guys through, you know, it, put it on my YouTube a few times and they sort of liked who I was and what I was about. And then they just said, hey, if you want to be something bigger in the company, let us know and we'll have a talk. And pretty well went from there.
0: That's awesome, man. Congrats. It's unreal. Oh, my man. Joel yeah. Evans, import and distribution. Doing work. Bro. That's, that's <laughs> what's up all these guys worrying about their lap times and you're selling them their lap times yeah. I like it <laughs> <laughs> print that on yeah, a page that's, right. that's it nah it's, it's cool you know and that's what I'm saying you got that bug to, to look because you know racing's one thing but there's a very small percentage of guys that that make enough money to make racing the only thing you got to focus on and I, I personally think that racing's more fun when you got other things to focus on um and you can do you and be yourself on YouTube and, and do your thing. So, hats off to you, man. But speaking of racing, we probably should talk about it a little bit. So, <laughs> um, you know, you went out and bought some KDMs for this year, right? That's where you're at? Yep. Yeah, I went and
4: bought
0: a KDM. So, you ought to – sorry, say that again. You broke up a bit, mate.
4: I just bought a KDM 450. Yeah. This
0: one, a local shop at Sunshine Co. Yeah, nice. Okay. So, you're running uh, 450 uh, MX1. It's um, – at Prime X. And obviously you didn't get a chance to, to race really in 2020. You did a, you did some of the Queensland state stuff, if I remember right, in 2020?
4: Yeah, I did. So I did uh, like the Sunny State Series, um, which is sort of like a yes, the bigger, all the top race, I guess, for Queensland, like a little championship. Yeah. Um, and then the Queensland titles as well, which was just a one weekend thing at Harvey Bay. That's right. Um, yeah. It was pretty good. Like the the swap to the 450 was good for me. I'm only like a pretty small guy. Like I've been around 63 kilos. So, uh, Jeez, you little don't, dude you weigh on, a, that, on that. That little. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be
1: getting good starts. <laughs> I think I was 12 the last time yeah. I weighed 63 kilos. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I put on a couple of kilos
4: last season. So, I'm massive 65 now. And um, I should boy. be able to throw the thing around. Um, but yeah, it was, it was cool. My speed was pretty good on it straight away. Um, I'm a fairly smooth rider I think so it suited me and I've never been someone who I guess has that raw speed I just sort of tick away whereas I think on it I'm a bit closer like at the Queensland it was me in front for most of the session and then Todd got me right at the end so um, like that's that's pretty cool for lap times and that and i am been slowly seeing like that Kool and Pines classic thing that was up um, not long ago I uh, I had the quickest lap time on both days and NATO was there the first day and Gibbsy was there the second day so
0: yeah, okay, like so. it's
4: completely different to a national race I'm not saying that I'm going to go out and beat those guys but um,
0: no you just said just, it it's all good. We'll, we'll yeah, yeah.
4: To get <laughs> a good
1: so Joel yeah. Evans uh, predicts 2021 championship yeah clip that yeah, dot keep now. that, I'll me keep that.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, nah, I We're mean play, round one. Well, yeah, it's what you're saying. Is speed is not an issue, and I think that's never been the case in your career. But uh, you know, riding a 450, and look, I, I'm sure, I'm I'm assuming, but you know, riding a 450 for you at your size is it's not a strategic decision. It's it's purely budget being a privateer. Am I right?
4: It was budget for sure to start with. Yeah, um, it's just that 250. Obviously, you want to make it competitive, so then you straight away go and spend money, and then. On top of spending the original money, you got to maintain them yeah. a lot more often, like rebuilds and stuff like that. So
0: yeah, I mean, 450s, anyone who's done the privateer route knows that you're running two two fifties is it's not a cheap exercise. When you lock up a race bike, it, yeah, it's a shame.
4: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the four fifty really, I've got um, a pipe from Raceline Pro Circuit, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, and they're like obviously, like I said, I'm only. I'm only pretty light, so the thing's going to be plenty fast enough. I'm, I'm pretty sure I could still hold shot a, a national with my weight on a 450.
0: Atta yeah, boy. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. So you're racing Crofts Harbour yeah. this weekend?
4: Yeah, that's the plan. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll just head down tomorrow morning. I've uh, never done Crofts before, but it looks like a super fun event.
0: Yeah, it looks like a light, you know, kind of fun pre-season deal.
4: Yeah, Dino. I was talking to him before about it, and he said it's like the crowd just gets super into it, and they're cheering and whatever. He said it's like a pretty cool atmosphere for sort of what it is. So, I mean,
0: <laughs> Go have some fun. Have you raced much Supercross? I don't remember.
4: Going a little bit, really not too much. Yeah, um, okay.
0: I mean, I, know I, I love
4: it. Like I've I've rode it a fair bit. Um, like um, good mates with Nick Sutherland, and he was a pretty good Supercross rider. Um, so I used to train with him a bit, but never raced just because back in the day I'd probably run out of a bit of money by the end of the season and just decided not
0: to yeah Supercross is that extra expense at the end Nick used to be a really good Supercross rider he killed it You um, got a lot of fill-in rides yeah. and stuff I remember at one point but um, yeah Coffs would be cool Stadium Cross always fun to mix it up right but um, what's the plan from there some preseason races before we hit you for the opening round
4: yeah so pretty well from now I just start doing my own I guess being like I said I'm doing this full-time now, so I'm going to try to do do a boot camp deal, um, try to get myself pretty fit, Um, and then just do the, yeah, local SunTrump race. I think there's only two of them before the first round of Nationals, so um, I'll do as many as I can. 450, what I've found with the power of it is I ride it really good when I'm training, but the couple of gate drops I do have had, start riding it a bit like a 250 and revving the thing and then it, yep. Yep. Yeah, it goes pretty quick
0: so <laughs> yeah once you start holding your breath and getting anxious easy. it definitely uh changes you can't ride it like that for very long before you blow out
4: yeah no not at all they they bite too quick and it, it honestly it's so much slower when you really try to rev them because they just don't keep revving they die off a lot easier than the 250s yeah
0: you mean the kids um, on Instagram that rev their bikes don't go fast? I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought when you're on the limiting, but, you're going faster. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you got it all wrong. I don't know, man. Try it on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. See so how you go. Do oh, do. Don't a- He's got the right bar pad to tell him on the lap times. That's it. There, yeah. <laughs> exactly. there you go. Exactly. You just got a YouTube idea episode. There you go. It'll be lap times faster on the bop or not?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the bop or <laughs> not? On the bop or not? <laughs>
0: I'll remember that title yes there yeah, you go but um, nah hey man I just wanted to get you on Joel sorry it's late we were we were running late today and um, it's nobody's fault but Donnell it's all good and uh, <laughs> and we'll get you on I still got to do like a sort of privateer profile with you and we'll have a longer chat um, we meant to do it in 2020 but I mean nothing happened in 2020 at this point I'm not apologizing for it anymore just we didn't do anything so uh, that's where it's at but um, hey you've got your coaching schools going on you've got YouTube going on you've got everyone, Joel Evans, um, shout it out. Where can people find everything about you, your coaching schools, YouTube channel? Um, you know, tell everybody where it's at.
4: Yeah, so pretty well on my socials, you'll be able to find everything about all of it. Uh, Joel Evans 81, you'll find pretty well everything you need to know, Instagram, Facebook, um, and then, yeah, my YouTube is just Joel Evans. If you can't find it, type private to pro because that's what I sort of started it at. So, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on and um shout me out a little bit because yeah i'm still trying to grow it all and it's um it's
0: been a cool journey no mate you're doing like i keep saying you're doing good things and it's really i hope it's inspiring for the young riders listening that you can not blame the industry not carry on about not having a ride and then be bitter and carry on about how the sport is uh messed up because you know what it isn't and you can make your own opportunities like you have joel and uh like I said before, you're probably not going to the bank, cashing checks, making money, you know, uh, out the years, but you're you're living the dream, you're learning, and you're having a good time doing it, man, which is what it's all about. So hats off to you, bro, and we'll get you on soon and we'll have a proper long-form interview and, and get the career story and, and, you know, the crash and everything. that, You know, it's an interesting story for you, and I think it's more people need to hear yeah. it. So uh, say yeah. good day to Dean and uh, Renee for us. We hope those guys are well, and um, good luck at Coffs this weekend.
4: Yep, thanks these boys.
0: Appreciate it. As it does bubble sea down there, Wonnie. Yeah, catches. See you soon, Bye. mate. That's a cool story, Joel Evans. Man, he's ready to get at it. He's, he's, he is, yeah. He's making bread, dude. He does it right. Get it on no Shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: He'd never been about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got cool. twenty nine episodes. Yeah, he he's yeah, got He's, he's hard. going hard on it. Big yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. I love that too. He's got onto another mob, you know, gonna do a bit of distribution and stuff like that. He's He's sorta of that, that guy's just off the bubble, just gonna be off that, you know, that top pace for for whatever reason sort of thing. But he's loving what he's
0: doing. He's inside the industry. He's He's the first guy that's not gonna be making a sign on or bonuses.
1: And still got a career. But like, he's still yeah.
0: he's still in the sport, which
1: I mean there's guys that were on factory teams that had the rug pulled out from underneath them this year and didn't know what yeah, to they do. Just and go, he's a guy uh, that put together his whole own thing couldn't deliver on all of it but still making it work well,
0: I tell the story a lot like he, he a couple of years ago we did the, I did the podcast with Bailey and Ryan Sanders from AME yeah. and we called it the business of motocross and those guys they invited me up They said hey let's do this pod because everyone carries on in the industry about you know if there's no money if there's no rise this or that and, and we all you know they're obviously super successful in the business side promotions yep. management I was just getting into it at that point I'm a year further in now and after that podcast went out, Joel was the only writer that called me. Yeah, right. And Joel called me and said, hey, man, listen to that pod. I, I've got ambitions to do my own thing. And I didn't do a lot of development with Joel. Like, he already had the concepts. So I just kind of helped point him in the right direction and helped him structure a few things.
1: With, like, the coaching background style things? Yeah, or? well,
0: with, with his coaching business, but, but more so with, you know, we did some sponsorship proposals for him. Yep, and yep. we, we kind of, I you know he got a lot of his own sponsors. I talked to a few people for him. Like I just helped him structure emails and kind of just showed him how to- Show how to get that ball like in How mode. to structure the yeah. business side of doing your own deal. And which a lot of people don't know. They just think, oh, you send an email and people- you know, sponsor you, but it's like yeah, what DM a, the company on. Yeah, that's why I'm Insta. not getting sponsors. That's why. Yeah, no, I mean, look, that's I, why you're I, not. The not. amount of, <laughs> among other reasons, and people don't know. Like, I manage. geez, I don't even know how many social accounts I manage with ideals ID Media. Like, we have a lot of. We business, manage a lot. We manage a lot of business assets for a lot of brands in the industry. Yeah, and the amount of DMs I get managing these accounts that they can't even spell, and it's like, hey, I'm number two forty-seven in this series. I want to sponsor sponsor me, p- please, with Zed, um, <laughs> and and you're like, okay, no, like you don't even acknowledge it. Yeah, you know and and that's but what I mean that's not
1: professionally laid out you know sponsorship has to be what what can you provide for what can I provide you know what what are we going to mutually benefit off this well, even if
0: it's a DM that says hey who's who's your brand manager can I get an email address I want to reach out to you guys that's but, fine that's, know, that's fine I would that's respond a whole to that other thing I'd say hey this is my email hit me up not we'll, I want we'll 10 talk.
1: t-shirts and some money
0: yeah and the amount of people that do that so for you guys listening that might be interested in trying to grow your personal brand and I want to do more workshops about this and stuff but there, there is you know you've got an Established business model in the industry, and it's usually an import company that imports a stable of brands, and you have a brand manager or two, and they control all of that—the budgeting, the funding, the brands, where they go. And I think that's
2: what a lot of people miss. It's in Australia, you're not—you're not messaging recovery. you're not not
0: messaging Thor. Yeah, you're you're messaging a distributor and an importer. Yeah, so yeah,
2: and you talk to one brand manager who you know you might DM say. Uh, Thor or Fly or one of those brands yeah. they're going to manage another brand as well like it's not just the industry's not that big in Australia where you can just be you know brand managing for one brand mm. you're going to be managing multiple brands so if you reach out you might be able they might be able to pull sponsorship money out of Fly or might be able to pull it out of but another yeah. and piece straight up
0: but they're never going to do that and this is the thing with Joel like Joel got money deals from some brands not big money but I'm not going to talk his business but he got some money not a lot, but dollar a lot.
2: dollar bills, yo. yeah,
0: like more than some racers are getting Bread. from from brands, right? Because of what he did with his business setup, his YouTube, and how he approached the deals, right? It's a multi prong attack, yeah. Like it's and not just, I'm it's gonna marketable. Go racing. I, it was the same. Like I know when I quit racing and I was coaching, like I'm getting bikes, I'm getting gear, I'm getting help, I'm getting funding. I'm like, where was this when I needed it? Oh, because I was just another racer that wasn't cutting it. And then I started approaching the business side of the sport. Two different things. Probably another podcast, but oh, absolutely. You know, there's more than one in that. Like you said, there's like there's a workshop inside that. Oh, there is. There's so much, and it's not just motocross. It's any any sport, motorsport? Uh, you know, any endorsement,
2: anything to do with like your social media influencers. Like, yeah, they can really embrace
0: like that. That cracks me up too. Like that, literally, it drives me. <laughs> it drives me crazy, dude. Like you see, you see so many people on socials. Like, I feel bad for the youth, especially like. The young girls and how they do the, everyone wants to be an influencer and they just they just sell themselves for nothing to get a bottle of whatever they're promoting and it, you know their ambition is to get free products you know eventually yeah these top influencers are making big money but you can't live off product. You can't live off product, and and so many of these people on Instagram that have hundreds I of thousands. I can live off Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just. Saying. Well, you could, but like the amount of people that have hundreds of followers on Instagram, and, and and they think they've made it, but they work a full time job. It just blows me away, man. Honestly, it does. But, yeah, and it doesn't come easy. I mean,
1: you look yeah. at a guy like Joel. Like, what'd you say? Twenty nine. Twenty nine videos. Twenty nine episodes, sort of thing, going in. And you know his goal, <clears throat> excuse me, was a realistic goal. Let's get to New Year's and have a thousand subscribers. And, and now he he's it. just cracking into that bracket. You know, for the, those ones, you know, the for chasing anyway. the big bucks, and you know, your David Dobrik's or your Brody Mosses, or you know, these people that are massive, big people and YouTube, famous or, or whatever you want to call it, big influencers. He set a realistic goal. He set it in an industry that has commonly been known as, you know, shrinking or not a whole lot of money into it. And he's made it successful. I mean, really did me hat off to Joel. No, in a, an that's industry that's like super tough, he's done it the right way. He's gone about it. And he's made himself very marketable. Mm.
2: A lot of people look at it and they're like, oh, 1,000 followers. Like, I've got 10,000 on Instagram. A thousand subscribers on YouTube is very different to Instagram followers because
1: that Joe's got twelve thousand followers on
2: Instagram. Yeah, right? sure, I know, right? <laughs> what's that all about?
1: But that <laughs> couldn't even thing. monetize, man. Could not monetize.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the thing. You look at it that way. Like, for instance, we you know the biggest one at the moment on the YouTube side of things. We all know it's Buttery Films. Mm. You look at him. He's what sixty-seven thousand? Oh no, hundred thousand uh, yeah. subscribers on YouTube. And that's, you know, that's where the money's coming from. He yeah. might have 400,000 followers on Instagram, but a like on Instagram
1: is not nothing. That's where no he might get a little on, bit of product. That's where, you know, yeah. it might get, you know, you take a photo YouTube of a
2: product. Is, is YouTube, monetized. They, can, they can put an ad into a YouTube video. They can't put an ad into your Instagram yeah. video. It's too short.
0: And and that's the thing, like different platforms, like you can even talk about LinkedIn. Like, you know, I manage business assets for corporate companies in LinkedIn. <laughs> it is a completely different <laughs> platform again where, LinkedIn. If you, if you get a hundred likes on a LinkedIn post, that that is worth ten thousand likes on Facebook, as far as like interactions and quality, because you know the right people are looking at it. I mean, but I got fourteen
2: thousand likes on a photo on your one twenty-five. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm just gonna keep bringing it up. You can bring that up. It was a pretty. It was a pretty sick one twenty-five. I got a new
2: pipe coming too. Yeah. So, yeah, Pro Circuit, baseline Performance. <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go. Shout All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, guys. Well, hey, uh, at this point, it's been a long show. Thank you for sticking with us. Um, if you if you've watched this long live on Facebook, you're man, unreal. You are. <laughs> there a, has been a lot of respect, <laughs> um, but we really appreciate you guys listening. Please um, subscribe to our. Uh, YouTube. YouTube. That is the new channel. We'll be putting a lot of the the, uh, the visual components of the show on YouTube. It'll also be on our Facebook. Um, subscribe if you listen to this for the first time. Also go to iTunes, Spotify, search Inside Dirt. Subscribe, but also give us a rating. Give us five stars. Give us a comment. Even if you think we suck, it helps with – actually, don't say if we suck. But yeah, it, no, no, no. You can say that. we suck. Just keep it a five stars. Just five, star. five yeah, stars, yeah, You yeah, suck. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. And it'll help with our ability to be seen on those platforms. And um, like I said, InsideDirt.com. It's coming. A lot of cool content coming. We've got a lot planned for this year. And um we're really excited to go racing. And uh with that, Aiden, my man. It's been a pleasure. It's been back good in it. To be back with Donnell. Keep those fingers
1: crossed. 2021, different year to 2020. It was uh That's the plan. Kept us all locked down away from everyone. Donnell's never on camera, but that's for good reason.
0: No, nah, he he's actually he co hosted some things with me last year. Dish. really Shouldn't scraping the, the barrel huh? So this is what I'm talking about 2020 <laughs> yeah. scraping barrels no he, he <laughs> yeah. stepped up i going to mute Aiden now so <laughs> <laughs> but no thanks uh, this. thanks again for tuning in guys please um, share subscribe across all the platforms we really appreciate you guys all listening uh, we've got like I said new partners coming for distribution for the Primex coverage uh, we've got sponsors that we're going to announce soon we've got the new website dropping we've got the YouTube a lot going on for Inside Dirt this year so uh, thanks <laughs> for listening and with that We will see you guys soon.
2: Peace out. Stay classy, San Diego.